I'm Laura Palmer, host of Island Crime. Season six, Sweethearts, is the story of three teenage girls who were all murdered in Victoria, Canada within about 12 months. So she was scared, something out there scared her. You've just created the playground where predators can really thrive. She was a 16-year-old girl. She was a sweetheart. Listen to Sweethearts at FrequencyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get podcasts. Find your frequency. From the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. Yes. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz and Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Mocha. Yes. How is your shoulder? It's been uh, a little while now since you flipped off a BMX bike on a jump mm-hmm. when you were out with your kid and you hit a wall and your arm was in a sling. Yes. How is it doing? I'm still in pain. I've started physio. Happy yes. to tell everybody that. Good. Uh, on my way to recovery. And the thing that happened was you started getting called out as far as faking an injury or deliberately hurting yourself because uh, of the planned race between you and Shem. The, the The question was posed, who would win a foot race on the show? And then you and Shem really got into it and it became this huge thing. Uh, and then you decided to race one another. Yeah, and, of course. And uh, you're both very like up in each other's faces. And you were accused of hurting yourself deliberately or faking the injury to get out of racing. Yes. Um, I never thought that. Thank but you. we all decided to give you enough time to heal before we start talking about the race again. And okay. how much time that is, I don't know. All I know is that amount of time is up for Shem. Because I walked by Shem today. And what did you bring in today, Shem? Oh, are you ready for this? Yeah, what did you bring in? Yeah, like healing time is over. Okay, healing time, healing time, healing time is over. Hold according on, according, on, according hold to on, Shem. Because if I can just say, when I went to the fracture yeah. clinic last week, yeah. they told me like no exercise, no heavy lifting, yeah, nothing that's like fine. that. Yeah. Four to six, yeah. maybe eight weeks. What is this? Shem brought in his awards and medals from track and field in high school. Hey. Oh, shut Yo, up. Look at this. Fine, look this? at this. Shem. Oh. Trophies. And no, 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 not only that. Trophies. You know what that is? That ain't dollar bills. Those are called first place ribbons, baby. Look at that. Trophies. A look at that. Many. Shem? Many. Trophies. What the hell is this? So, so we said, Mocha, that we were going to give you time to recover. And yeah. how much time that was, nobody knows. All I know is that amount of time is up in Shem's eyes because he is now sitting there with a, uh, a medal around his neck, multiple red ribbons, and two full trophies from track and field. Uh, Shem, what events did you win those trophies? This is the 100-meter sprint. Yeah. This is the 200-meter sprint. Yeah. Uh, and these, there's so many I could. Couldn't even tell you I, what that's events. a stack of 
of red ribbons. Sta- and by the way, I wanted to pack light. So these are just a few oh, of them. That is a, that is a stack Bro, of red ribbons. Those ribbons look so fake. So, so. <laughs> What? They look like you got him a Dollarama. <laughs> so everything looks everything looks like it got a camera Dollarama. Sure they did. Mind you, Shem, those are from high school and elementary school. Hey, listen, okay, I got. We're facts, talking though. about today's times. Okay, so Mocha, you will now be given the opportunity to bring in all your awards and medals for track and field. Right, we'll make it. We'll make it even. You will be given all opportunity to bring in all of your trophies, medals, ribbons. When yeah. do you want to bring in all yours? I got to go to my parents' place to pick them up. Yeah, okay. I do have a picture from recent Uh um, that my parents still have, like, above the fireplace. Okay. At home. Wow, Shem is decorated. You are a decorated athlete. athlete, Thank you very much, Roz. I appreciate that. You really are. Look at that. Look at that, man. God, your parents must have been proud of you, huh? They were. They Look still that. are. Yeah. You know? Oh, Hold yeah. Whose side I guess. are you on, Ross? I'm just saying, Shem's got the hardware. Yeah. Oh, I got them. Facts, I got a. Baby. I got a. I got a message from somebody that said that the uh, the loser for the foot race should have to wear one of their wives' dresses into work the next day because they know Shem still has one hanging in his closet. <laughs> 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 Wow. <laughs> Pink okay, and frilly, so, too. I can't find the picture. Oh, oh, okay. Can't find it, Shem. Oh, you can't wow. find it. Shocking. You can't find, you can't find yeah, the picture. You'll be able to find me when I'm that far ahead he, in he the race. He can't find Shem, the picture. Bro, you know what I'm saying? You're talking so much I right know. now. Okay. I have a lot of thoughts on this. I'm uh-huh. not going to give them all now, but I, I will I will say this. That Shem, how old are you? I am 35. 35. Younger there than is, Shem, There is a moment, okay, in a especially young man's life. Mm-hmm where you hit a wall. And what I mean is you hit the wall where you realize that you are no longer 18. And it is an awful realization when you realize that. Bro, I hit a wall right? two weeks ago. When, when you, <laughs> Literally. When you, when you hit that wall, it's terrible because you realize that you're not the person you once were and that your body is not the same and you're, you're, you're getting old and you have to say goodbye to that individual that you used to be in your youth. That usually hits at around 35. But Ross- I worry that this event is going to be that moment for Shem, that this is going to play out in front of people where Shem will realize that he is not the guy who won those medals, who won those trophies and earned those ribbons. And we're all going to watch it happen. Yeah. Shem, I That's feel what I worry so about. bad that you are embarrassing yourself right now. Okay? <laughs> I feel so bad that you're hanging on to these dollar store ribbons that you oh, had since damn. grade six damn. and thinking that damn. you even have a chance damn. to be at the level that I am at. You are going to be standing there still at the start line with oh. those with those damn. grade school ribbons. Oh, wow. Wow. That okay. plastic award that you're wearing around your neck in embarrassment <laughs> when I am already at the finish line looking back telling you you should have kept your mouth shut. Man, I feel I, this is going to be embarrassing for both of you. <laughs> this is going to be more honestly, I think that this be may be with popcorn. This is going to be the most entertaining thing. I think both of you guys are going to fall apart before the finish line. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Thanks for the confidence. I'm with you, Maury. I'm with you. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, I want to talk about ChatGPT real quick because it's causing havoc. Yo. Like right around the world. 
ChatGPT is a website. It's an AI chatbot where you can just plug in a little bit of information mm -hmm. and it'll spit back to you. Let's say, for example, if you're writing an essay, a little bit of information and it will write the essay for you based on the information that you've given it. This right? was the thing when we first talked about this, that this is the first piece of tech, the first idea that has Google shaking. Yeah. Right? This is the thing that has finally made Google realize they need to move fast. So people are handing in like work reports because of ChatGPT. They've plugged in some information to yeah. ChatGPT and submitting it uh, as their work. Schools, as I as I mentioned, uh, teachers and you know professors are having a hard time determining what is written by a student versus what was written by AI. So there's this kid, 22-year-old Princeton University student who developed his own AI to determine whether something was written by AI versus a human being. Oh, my God. Okay? So now we have AI detecting what's AI or not. Right. So I wanted to know exactly, because I'd been trying to get onto ChatGPT for like a long time. And every single time I go to the website, yeah. it's like inundated with people using it. And it says, cannot redirect at this time. You get all these error messages. Yeah, you get all the, uh, the all that's all full of cheaters. Yeah. So I finally got on. Oh, you did? Yes. I finally got on. And here is what I wrote on chat GPT mm -hmm. and what it wrote back to me. Okay. Write a story about two best friends named Roz and Mocha. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and here is what ChatGPT spit back. Roz and Mocha had been best friends since the first day of kindergarten. <laughs> they shared a special bond that only close friends had. They were so close, everyone assumed they were sisters. <laughs> Roz and Mocha always had each other's backs, no matter what. Whether it was a disagreement with a teacher or a fight with a classmate, they always had each other's backs. When it was time for college, they decided to attend the same school and continue their friendship. They were inseparable and had a blast together. They both loved to explore new places and try new things. Whether it was a nearby park or a far-off destination, they always had each other as a reliable companion. Their friendship had been tested over the years, oh. but they always managed to get through it. They had been through thick and thin together, and their friendship was stronger than ever. Mocha was always the adventurous one, while Roz was the one who kept them out of trouble. But no matter what, they always ended up having a great time together. One summer, they decided to take a road trip across the country to experience the beauty of the United States. <laughs> they had the time of their lives. So that yep. is what ChatGPT. What happens next? Nothing. We got my, well, obviously like we uh, remain best friends. We remain best friends. Did you come back from the road trip? Yeah. So Beautiful. then I asked ChatGPT yeah. to write another story. Okay. Write a story about a foot race between two friends named Mocha and Shem. Oh no! Oh, wow! Oh no! Okay. Mocha and Shem had been best friends since they were in kindergarten. Shut up. That's <laughs> how so the story starts. This is ChatGPT, by the way, the is what I'm thing. using. Yeah. They did everything together, Come and on. they were always competing against each other in games like basketball and soccer. One day, they decided to have a foot race. Neither of them had ever run a race before, but they were both determined to win. They lined up at the starting line and took off running. They ran around the track. 
both of them pushing themselves to the limit. As they rounded the last corner, Mocha was in the lead, but Shem was quickly catching up. The two of them raced down the home stretch, but Mocha was able to hold off Shem and cross the finish line first. Oh, Mocha no. had won the race. Mocha and Shem hugged each other and laughed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. That ain't gonna happen. They were both so proud of themselves oh for competing God. and having so much fun. From then on, they made a point of having a foot race whenever they had a chance. <laughs> Can you please explain who Lotto is and why everyone is so concerned with the underpants that the woman wears? You know Lotto? Big what do energy I know her song? From? Oh, song. oh, that girl. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's her name, Lotto? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so why is everybody so concerned th- th- with her underpants? Explain this to me because what I understand is that she was accused of re-wearing underpants or wearing the same underpants right. more than once and then she had to show people that she has more of the same pair of underpants and then to prove it even further, she put used underpants up on eBay. Is that the story here? Yeah, you much pre- in a nutshell. You, you pretty much but, explained but, everything. But, but, but how did it... No, but that, no, no, what I don't understand is how did people start going in on her for, for wearing, wearing the, the same, same underpants? Like, how does that happen? Go ahead, Sean. Well, I mean, the underpants were pretty... Um, uh, what's the word? Like, they weren't, like, plain. They were, like, cheetah print, essentially, yeah. right? So people could... They, they noticed, but, right? But where are they noticing her underpants? In her videos, her dance yeah. videos, and on her TikTok and all that. She's just in her underpants a lot, mm-hmm. I guess. But doesn't everyone have more than one pair of cheetah underpants? I don't know. I don't have any, but don't yeah. most people have, or maybe some people have, the same style? I have, just three, I have three of the same. Yeah. What's the difference of that and, and like, just white? I don't, I guess when you're like... Or is like it because a, it's pattern? I don't know. But so, so here, let's have Lotto uh, explain what the hell went on. In light of my panty discrepancy yesterday, <laughs> I decided to give you guys an inside look on my panty drawer. Um, these are all my Target um, panties that caused such a discrepancy yesterday. So, um, $5 at Target. Here is the uh, (laughs) cheetah stash. So, that's two, three, four. Yeah, clean. um, Yeah. Look, this one has a a brand new tag on it. So, that's cute. Um, And that's just the clean ones, you know, um, on tour and stuff. We spend a lot of money on that. But we got got some um, Alexander Wang in here. Maybe I'll throw throw those on next time. These are my socks. But, yeah. Mind you, I have a whole separate drawer for all things Savage X Fenty, Harry. But um, maybe another day. Maybe another day. So what? Fans bullied her into selling her stuff on eBay? I guess. First of all, if my name was Alexander, I would only ever wear Alexander Wang underpants. Full stop. Regardless of how much they cost. I think, yeah. I have a winter hat from him. Um, So... I think that when you're like an influencer or you're famous and you're always in your underpants, mm-hmm. I think that you really have to be mindful, I guess, of not wearing the same a panties wardrobe? twice. 
because then you look like somebody. But like, are, are they accusing? Well, you look broke. They're accusing her of not changing her drawers. Is that the deal? Essentially, yeah. She was caught in two separate paparazzi pictures, and somebody on Twitter wrote, "Can't afford new panties." Oh my and god! Then she quote tweeted oh, that no. saying, "Oh no, it's the panty police." Oh no, the panty police. When you yeah. get a, accused of can't afford, like oh. you can't afford something. Especially underpants, yeah, that and then, cuts so deep. And she just said like five dollars from Target. Like, right. yes, I can afford, but now you guys are bullying me into no. selling my stuff on eBay. There's nothing worse. There's nothing worse. Oh, that poor girl. Like, she got to go in her panty drawer and say, "Hey, listen. Not only do I have two pair, but I have five pair of the same <laughs> panties, right? Uh-huh. Because people bullied her into showing them her panty drawer." That is just like so next level, man. Like, come on. <laughs> come on, that poor girl. That's big, big energy come right on. there. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. You were given five words. First word to come to your mind after each one of these. Uh, your first word was alive. You said dead. Second word is dentist. You said teeth. Third word was hard. You said soft. Fourth word is high. You said low. Fifth word is syrup. You said pancake. <laughs> All right. Roz, please. <laughs> Waving my arms around. Yo. Yeah, I'm good. I'm listening to uh, <laughs> Baby Don't Forget My Number by Millie Vanilli. <laughs> so good. Oh, I'm I love searching it. high. <laughs> okay, I'm back. Okay, let's get dragging out this money if we can. Yes, sir. Oh, my God. Okay. <sighs> Roz, are you ready? Yep, 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 yep. I'm ready. Dragon, if you win 3000 bucks, what are you doing with the money? I'm currently pregnant, so oh, spending nice. it on the baby. Hey! <laughs> Congratulations! Thank Ross. you. You're doing it for the baby. Yeah, what's up? Yes, it's exactly. not my baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get straight okay. to the business. Roz, your first word is alive. Dead. <gasps> your Ooh. second word, Roz, is dentist. Teeth. Oh my god. Your third word, Roz, is hard. Soft. Your fourth fourth word is high. Low. Oh, oh my god. Shit, oh. <laughs> did I make it past the one you thought I was gonna screw up? Wow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got a game. You are one match <laughs> word away from winning $3,000. Oh, my God. Roz, yeah. this is for the baby. Okay. Shut up. <laughs> wow. Don't say that too much. Roz, your fifth and final word is syrup. <sighs> Maple. Oh, <you> <laughs> This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. <gasps> oh, yes. Why is everyone freaking out over Jeopardy? Um, Because I think they did a an entire, like, was it Ontario category last night? Like, for the first time, an Ontario category. It was all, like, made-up stuff, but they celebrated Ontario. What do you mean it was all made-up stuff? Like, it was like... Does it have to be factual? No, are we, are we, do we going to play the clips? Do you even need to explain this? No, no, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> I feel like you're going to screw it up. No, I, I realized I wouldn't explain it well. So. No, I feel like you're going to spoil it. <laughs> uh, 
Okay, so how many questions in a category? Five? Six? Five. Something like that, five? Okay. Um, and are they easy, would you say? Like, should we get these? You'll yes. You'll get two of them. Two? Michael okay. will get two right. Okay. I've not heard these either. Is that a challenge? Oh, I believe it's a challenge. Okay. So, uh, Mocha, please. This is from last night? Jeopardy? Yeah. Who was hosting last night? It was Ken Jennings. Ken Jennings. Okay. We begin with worst case Ontario. If uh -oh. you're not Ontarians, these are imaginary situations. <gasps> Jake, where do we begin? Ontario 1000, please. Zombies, and not the slow ones, are making their way from Detroit to this city across the Ambassador oh, Bridge. Got it. Yes, Mocha. What is Windsor, Ontario? Okay. Sam. What is Windsor? Correct for a thousand. There Jake. You go. Ontario 8. Boom. The intra-province rivalry between the national capital's Ottawa Senators and these uh, provincial capital NHLers comes to a fever of hate. Who are the Toronto Maple Leafs? All right. Jake. Who are the Flames? No. <gasps> no. Oh, Come on, guys. Damn. Sam. What are the uh, Maple Leafs? That's correct. Uh, let's go Ontario for six. King Kong. He's real and he's climbing this 1,815-foot structure, his eye filling the window of the revolving restaurant. What the hell's the CN Tower? Yeah. <laughs> what the hell's the CN Tower, Ken Sam, Jennings? What is the CN Tower? Correct. Jake, back to you. Ontario 4. This province, directly to the west, makes a series of nighttime cow-tipping raids, causing general chaos. What is... This is the one that too. stumped everyone. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's basic what ass geography. Uh, uh, Turn Shem's mic on. I can't hear Shem at all. No, his mic is on. Oh. What is Manitoba? Go ahead. Oh no! No, that was your answer. You said it. You can you can take it back if you want to. It's oh, not actually. It's not. Out. It's not actually <laughs> Jeopardy. Or is it? What is Calgary? No. What I'm going to stick with my first answer. Okay. Okay. What is? Yeah. Manitoba. Okay. Sam. What is Saskatchewan? No. No. Jake. What's Alberta? No. Oh. Also incorrect. Sarah? Oh, yeah, Alberta. They narrowed it down for you. Manitoba. Manitoba. That's right. Yes. Uh, Ontario Easy. for 200. Suck it. Worst case, ill-tempered aquatic creatures emerge from this great lake, upon which Thunder Bay sits. What is uh, Lake... Um... Oh. This one stumped everybody. Oh. No. Hold on. I have to see the map in my head. <laughs> uh, do you guys know it? Yeah. What? Do you know it, Joe? Yep. Okay, hold on. Wait. What I is... <laughs> you watched it last night, right? Yeah. I know. <clears throat> okay. Do, 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 do. No, no, no. Like, it's not the actual show. Superior? What is Lake Superior? What's that? Lake Superior? Lake Superior. Did you say what is? Did you yeah. say what is? Go for it. Jake. What's superior? That's correct. Ah, yeah. yeah! Oh, wow. Oh, give, me wow. wow. Yeah. give me my money. <laughs> yeah. So was that all of them? That was it. You said he was going to get two. What did you think he was going to get wrong? I thought he was going to get the superior wrong and the Manitoba wrong. So I then he would have got three right. Yeah. Oh, See a tower. No, and I thought you would have screwed up the Leafs. Really? Yeah. Oh as soon as he said God. inner province and then yeah, Ottawa there's provinces senators. all across the country. No, the inner country. province. That means in the same province. Oh, is that what that meant? Like Ottawa and Leafs? Like yes. in the same province? Yes. Oh, now I get it. Oh, my God. Anyway, you ran the board, Mocha. <laughs> ran the board. Windsor, Woo. Leafs, 
CN Tower, Superior. Manitoba, and Superior. Look at Done. You. Give me my money. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Hoda Kotb and Jenna Bush Hager from the Today Show on NBC across the border to spend some time in Quebec for the 69th annual Quebec Winter Festival. You can catch up tomorrow and Friday, but right now, Hoda right. and Jenna, hello! Hey, baby. Welcome to the Ross and Mocha Show and welcome to Canada. How's it going? <laughs> We're pumped, man. We're ready. I don't know. This does not. I'm happy to have you. Like, delighted that you guys are coming up. But the one thing we do up here is try and prevent big names from perpetuating that Canada is the land of ice and snow all year round. I fear you guys going to Quebec City this time of year, where I wouldn't even go to Quebec City this time of year, does nothing for the stereotypes. Well, it's the winter carnival. I we are know. excited because we heard about winter carnival. Winter we don't carnival. care how, how cold it is. We don't care. Yes. We're excited. We've already packed our heat tech, our hats, our earmuffs, and our snowsuits. We're totally... We have matching rainbow snowsuits. Matching. <laughs> matching. What, what have you heard about the Quebec uh, Winter Festival? I've been there before. Uh, I'm glad that you packed warm because it really does get cold when you're out there <laughs> for more than five minutes. But uh, with so many events and activities happening, what have you heard? What are you looking forward to the most? Well, we've just heard that it's magical. Yeah. Uh, you know, Quebec City, although I hope... Hope we're saying it right. Do you call I it? think it's Quebec. I call it Quebec. Which one's right? I, you all tell us. It's interesting. When I grew, I was born in 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 Quebec. When I lived in oh. Quebec, I called it Quebec. When I moved oh. out of Quebec, I called it Quebec, which is weird. So now okay, we're even now, more confused. Well, now, okay, thank you, Ross and Mocha, for clearing it up. Well, okay, but we have a question. Go yeah. for it. Since we're going to be there, what? How should we refer to it? Because we yeah. are we're going to have an audience. Yeah. We're going to have a lot of. You know, we're going to have some fun, but what's what? give us some advice here. I, I think Quebec. Yeah, to be on Quebec. the safe side, yeah. say, Quebec. say Quebec. Because I bounce right. back and forth as well. Quebec, no. Quebec. Okay. Okay. You've got to practice we, it a hundred times Quebec, on the airplane. Quebec, Quebec. You've got it. just heard it's magical. The city itself mm-hmm. is magical, and the winter carnival and the is people. magical. We, yeah, we, the people are kind. That's so what we've heard. They're, we're going. They're going to try and feed you all the time. Oh, yeah. Oh, try good. This, try right? this, try like, this. That's just the reality of the, the, the festival and the province. How are you preparing? I know you brought all the warm things, but did you bring the stretchy things too? Yes, we did. <laughs> Honey, that's what we live in. Okay. We that's our language of love too. Okay. What I feel like once you feed someone, you're saying, I love you. That's ours too. We've also heard about the melted cheese, which you can She's a cheese stick. freak. I like no, cheese. No, it's it's an addiction. So Sad. that kind of cheese really? is what I'm quite looking forward to. Cheese oh, on girl, cheese. You can find cheese. so much cheese in Quebec. <laughs> it's Quebec. And she, you see? You're all working and love it. Yeah, the the Winter Festival, the Winter Carnival is amazing. The people are great. The food is fantastic. The restaurants, like, I don't know if you guys have lined up yet where you're going to eat during the uh, the evening hours, but there are, like, unlimited places to go all throughout Quebec. Old Quebec, as well, is a wonderful place to be at. Is there one? I mean, if you were going to give us the place we should go, I don't want to put you on the spot because you guys are wildly popular. Yeah. No, you know what? But since I am, where, where should we go? Restaurant. <sighs> Can't say only because 
we don't want to get banned from any of those restaurants <laughs> that we don't mention. Be like, yo, Razamoka. Okay. You know what? We hear you. We we, hear you. Canadians are so nice. So, so nice. Everybody polite. There, there is one thing that you do need to know about Quebec and Quebecers in general, which my family, okay, is that exactly what Mocha was saying, beautiful people, but imagine the most glorious people on earth, but with a pettiness level at like 12. Okay? <laughs> Quebecers are notoriously the most petty people I have ever met in my life. So yes, if we say one, all of them are off the table. Yeah. <laughs> Roz, That's just okay. the way it goes. But, uh, by the way, uh, we're talking to Hoda and Jenna from the Today Show on NBC uh, on the Roz and Moga Show. They'll be in Quebec tomorrow to help kick off the Winter Carnival. Uh, we are so glad uh, that we were able to finally connect. We are big fans of yours. And oh. uh, again, welcome to Canada. You guys are going to have so much fun at the Quebec Winter Festival or Quebec Winter Carnival and broadcasting the show two days. You got to be pumped about that. We're so excited. We are so excited. And we're going to do some winter sports. Yeah. Snowshoeing. I think it's a toboggan run or something. We're excited. Oh, okay. my God. Snowshoe. Yeah. No. Snowshoe. Hold on. If you're going to do tobogganing, ladies, helmet, please. Oh. Promise us. Helmet. Yes. Yeah, you need a helmet. Helmet. I would I highly oh recommend my. a helmet for safety purposes. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. no. It's yeah. scary Don't now. let the okay. tell you this hill is safe, okay? It may look Mocha, safe. thank you for you taking care of us though. and looking after us. Okay. okay. No, you all right. Easy. All right. Well, we time. hope we see you in Quebec. Quebec. See, Quebec. I say Quebec. Quebec. No. Quebec. You're good. Quebec. Quebec. You're, you're, you're wonderful any way you say it, that you will be welcomed with just open arms regardless oh, of how you say you. it. Don't thank you. Thank you, Roz. All right. Love you guys. Love you guys. We'll be cheering you on. Take care. Thank you. See ya. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hey, you want to hear uh, Hoda and Jenna talking about us on the Today Show yesterday? Oh, yes, I do. Um, so what happened was is that if you remember when we interviewed them uh, yesterday, they because they're doing they're going to Quebec, right, mm-hmm. to do two shows. Today Show. To help kick off the uh, Winter Carnival and, tomorrow. And they were going back and forth while they were talking to us because Hoda says Quebec and Jenna says Quebec. Mm-hmm. So they asked us which it was and then we we had said that it was, I guess Quebec is fine. Even though I used to say Quebec when I when I lived there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but they were on their show yesterday. And they kicked you out for and, not saying it. Yeah, right? I know. <laughs> and I haven't been, I haven't been back. <laughs> Right, I have not. Uh, I have not been back. Um, so yesterday on the show, it came up again, and uh, and they gave us credit. Listen to this, you guys. We are so excited because it's almost time. It's our countdown to Canada. All it right. continues. We have one more wake up. Oh my gosh, we're going to Quebec City. Quebec City. I call it Quebec, but we just learned that it's actually Quebec. Yeah, it's Quebec. We learned it from Roz and Mocha, who are a very famous uh, radio duo. Very famous. Everybody talks about them. And so we had the privilege of being on their show, and then they schooled us. Well, (laughs) you had it right, so really they just schooled me. Well, they said it's Quebec, Quebec, but... Either one's okay, but Quebec is preferred. Oh, right, God. very Schooled. famous duo. Come on now. School. Next, that's amazing. New York but, City. But that yo. makes it sound like we were aggressive. 
No. They ask. That's what you got out of this. You guys are very, everybody talks nah, about listen, you. Listen, I'm not concerned about that. I'm concerned about the fact that they said school. That makes us sound like no, we were like edu- mansplaining no, how to say we were it. educating them. Yes. No. If they said mansplaining, you'd be in no, a whole different said, oh, That would be a different story. No, yeah. but they said right. schooled. Schooled is harsh. Schooled is harsh. No. When you say somebody schooled me in something. Oh, my guess. Yeah, sure. Right? Like nobody says that from the heart. Mm. Right? To say we schooled them. I feel terrible now that they feel that they got schooled. So now we're going to have to go back on the show. Yes, I got to apologize for schooling them. (laughs) And we have to mansplain ourselves. Yes. I'm going to have to mansplain why that wasn't a schooling. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to the Today Show. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Mikesh, these were your five words. We said Saturday. You said Sunday. We said clean. You said dirty. We said cookie, you said dough. We said piano, you said keys. And finally, we said snow, you said man. Ooh. Here we go. Uh, Mocha, come back and join us, please. Come on, come on, come on. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Okay. Okay, so here we go now. Mocha? Yeah. We're going to give you the same five words. All you got to do is say the first thing that comes to your mind for each. Okay, Makesh, let's get you this four racks, bro. Yeah. Mocha, mm. your first word is Saturday. Sunday. Correct. Woo. Mocha, your second word is clean. Dirty. Correct. <laughs> two for two. See what I'm saying, guys? I told you I got a good feeling about this. Well, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Mocha, your third word is cookie. <laughs> Milk. No, incorrect. Oh. Hey, hey, Makesh. Oh, uh, yes. You can't start saying your answer, man. Oh, sorry, oh was he sorry. saying the answer? Yes, and yeah. you still got it wrong. Oh, I didn't hear him. Makesh. What did he say? I didn't hear. He kept saying dough over and over again, oh. which was his answer. I thought it sounded like he was like, go, go, go. No, oh, dough. Bro, come Bro. on, man. Okay, okay, listen, you didn't get it. Thank God, Cheater Makesh. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, uh, Makesh's uh, fourth word, Mocha, was uh, piano. Violin? Incorrect. What? Keys. What? Keys, he said. Keys. Why would you say violin? And uh, his fifth word was snow. Melt? No, he oh. said man. Melt. Wow. Wow. What? Wow. Turned out two for five. You started so strong. I might agree with Roz here. I mean, I don't know. You got you got no finish in you, huh, Mocha? Shut (laughs) up. (laughs) Bro, that's so rude. (laughs) All right, sorry, Makesh. Um, happy birthday. (laughs) Later, bro. Oh man. Add another right. thousand. Yeah, so uh, five G's is what we're playing for on tomorrow's Matchy Matchy. Text win plus your name to nine two five triple five. I still can't get over that. You're so rude. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Oh, uh, Rick Ross, the biggest I, boss. Uh, Rick Ross, the boss, got a problem with Tesla. Uh-oh. Uh, Rick's problem with Tesla isn't that they're too expensive and. 
They don't aesthetically, you know, work sort of with his taste. Rick's problem is that he's terrified that if he gets into a Tesla, that Tesla is going to take him straight to the police station. But I've never ridden in a Tesla. <laughs> no. Never. Never in my no life. Smart car. I've never ridden in a Tesla. And the reason being is because I've always had in the back of my mind, the government could tap into the brain of the car. <laughs> okay. Where's Rick? Yep. He's over here. Now, bring him in for questioning. <laughs> well, go ahead. Yo, um, it's leaving Wingstop before the wings. <laughs> you pull up to the building and the Asian walk out. Hey, Rick. What you think he can't? Self-drive. They got pieces bringing you pieces. Robot cars, tacos. So if you get in there, go lock the door and take you where it want to go. <laughs> Rick, if you're not doing anything wrong. Doesn't matter. Sometimes they just want to talk to you. Wow. Right? Where's Rick? (laughs) (laughs) Man, you got to have lived some kind of life where that's your reasoning for not getting a Tesla, huh? Because I'm afraid that it's just going to drive me right to the police station. (laughs) Like, what kind of life you live in (laughs) where that is your concern? (laughs) I bet Uh, she's, I don't, because I I don't have, uh, um, like, Siri or anything like that in the house, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm terrified people are listening. I hate that stuff. It drives me nuts. Google, my Google does listen. Yeah, we could see, have a, be having a conversation and it answers. No, I, uh, no, that's not for me. I was recently talking to someone. They were telling me about this new luggage that they got, right? Yeah. Some brand I'd never heard of in my entire life. But they said they did research on it. It was like top rated and they bought this luggage. That, it was either that night or the very next morning. Yeah. I was watching something on YouTube. And the commercial pre-roll on YouTube was for the luggage of that company. Yes. Oh, all the time. Oh, that happens to our Instagram. We can yeah, be talking about it all, all the time. Hey, can, We're all going to get that now on our phones. Could the police actually take over your Tesla, though? <laughs> no. I mean, could they? No, no, no. I don't think that they could. But, I mean, who knows, right? Like, maybe it's not the police they're going to, but maybe it's like somebody else who hacked into the Tesla. Right? Like if all like these... Who, like Dog the Bounty Hunter? Yes, who knows, right? Everything gets hacked it's now for ransom. What if they just tell you, hey, you're going to stay in a hot car? Like a... <laughs> you know what I mean? We're going to crank the heat. We're going to crank the heat. <laughs> right? And you're going to... You, yeah, yeah. You're going to mess yourself. Yeah. Right? And we're going to film it because we know there's cameras in there. Yeah. And then we're going to post that on IG. Back. Rick Ross messing himself in the backseat of his car. No, it's going to no. go to World Star and then Shade Room first. Right. Yes. Yeah. And unless you pay us X, right? And I know because we've been watching you that all the napkins you got from Wingstop, you've used uh-huh. them all. So you're going to have nothing to clean yourself up with other than that shirt. Right? <laughs> Who wants to see that? A million people, I bet. So pay up. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, there's a mall about 30 minutes away from Toronto called Vaughn Mills, and you've probably seen the footage all over the news. If you haven't seen it yet, there was a, a car, a black Audi, that drove through the doors at 1 o'clock in the morning at Vaughn Mills Mall. The people in the car stopped at a store, robbed the store, and then drove through the mall, like all the way through the mall, like mm-hmm. it was a road, and then out another door. But that car was actually stolen from of someone who was trying to sell it in Quebec. They went and they took the car for a test drive, then ditched the owner, used that car, and uh, Taylor Anna Kobinger only found out that that was her car when the cops called her. Taylor, what's going on? It's Ron Zamoka. How are you? 
I'm very good, thank you. And you? Jeez. Okay, so when did you find out that this was your car? When the York police called me yesterday morning. What did they say? Uh, well, they asked me if uh, I had uh, my Audi S4 2011 stolen, and they said that it was involved in a, uh, a stealing and thief entry in a mall, uh-huh. which I was pretty surprised. <laughs> And where are you? Where are you from? You're from where? Quebec? I'm from Laval, Montreal. Oh, Laval, Montreal. Okay, and you're still there when the police called you. And I guess you're still there now. Yes, I should leave in about two hours to go get my car. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You got to go to Toronto to claim the car yourself? Yeah, and I'm responsible for all of the fees as well. Whoa, hold on. When the police found the car and then they had to tow it to an impound lot... Yes. And do whatever it is they got to do as part of the investigation. Try to figure out who these people are that stole your car or who at least were driving the vehicle through the mall. You are still responsible for paying your way to Toronto and then paying to get your car out of impound? Yes, I am. So we were going through a little bit of how they got your car, but can you sort of retell that story? You had the car for sale and you listed it on Facebook, right? Yes. Okay, so then what happened? Um. So I decided to sell my car just put a cash down on the house. Yeah. So as soon as I listed it, the next morning, a lot of people texted me. They wanted to come and see the car. They say they could pay cash. And uh, so we met for two o'clock here at the library because I, I, I don't give my address. He told me when he was there, I went to get him at the library. I brought him to the car and he started looking around, asking some questions about the car. It's normal. And then I figured it was normal for him to want to try it because he was going to give me 12500 cash. So uh, we got in the car, we drove, I asked him a few questions. And so the first round was fine. But then the second round, uh, he started driving dangerously and it was kind of odd. And uh, he just uh, left me uh, further down the street near my house in front of a park in front of everybody. He left with my Wait, car. what do you mean he left? Like, so you got out of, you obviously got out of the vehicle first, but why did you get out of the vehicle? He was driving very dangerously, so I was trying to get back the wheel. Oh, so you guys and were switching spots. As soon as we switched, we decided to switch spots, he left uh, when we were almost at the back of the vehicle. Yeah. He ran back in. I slipped because I had rain boots. He went back in. He didn't even have his both feet in the car and he just his left feet were still hanging out the doors were open and then he pressed on the gas pedal as fast and i haven't seen my car since he kinked the car for the windows uh, for the doors to close the worst part is that my phone was in there so oh i was trying God. to locate it with a gps mm-hmm. from my computer when i got home I went back later and my phone, he took the time to bring my phone back and just put it there on a, on a snow mountain. And- <laughs> oh my God. So wait a second. So was yeah. this like a young guy, an older guy? Like what was it? Who was the guy? He was in about his twenties. I have a description, but nobody can find him. It was a fake account after he blocked me. He also called me from a number, which I tried to call back and the cops do. He deactivated his phone number who because the car and the guy did so much damage to the mall like it does that come out of your insurance now i'm not insured you're not insured whoa I'm not. 
Okay, so hold on. So are they, is somebody looking at you as in like some of this is your responsibility now? The mall, no, but they're saying that I'm responsible for the towing fees uh, and I would have to pay every single penny out of my pocket to get my car back running. And how much is that going to cost you? I don't know from the damages. It's pretty bitten up. There's at least 15,000 more of damages on the car. Oh my God. And I had just put 6,000 to fix it to get it up and running not even nine months ago. Taylor, do you think that the the person that stole your car after that test drive um, is the person that was part of the group that ran through the mall there at Von Mills? I think so. Yeah. Taylor Anna Kobinger uh, from Laval, Quebec. Uh, you are the woman who had her car stolen from Quebec that was used in the smash and grab driving through Vaughn Mills Mall. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, so I have a clip here of, uh, you want to hear um, Damn It Matthew talking about uh, what it's like living with Maury? What? Yeah. Play this clip. I have it there. It's piles and bags of food, and they're dropping them off at the door, so I'm not communicating with the drivers. And I said, what is going on? Why are you bringing me food? He said, I don't know. You ordered from the shortma place. He said, no. Oh. I think I left the app open, and he saw that when he was playing with my phone and just started going to town. He ordered multiple orders, chili cheese fries, the chicken pita wraps he ordered multiple orders of that multiple orders of ice cream pizza yeah yeah, yeah. Why, why, why <laughs> who is that just i don't know that's some some guy uh, some dad in michigan whose son uh grabbed his phone and ordered a thousand dollars worth of food on grubhub oh been there done that <laughs> that's not hard no, to do you've never a thousand ordered a thousand dollars though no but i've ordered uh, like oh, 200 300 like stuff oh, adds up my food, God. like in for one sitting? Absolutely. You're, that if, you is, order it, fr- if you order from the keg for two, yeah, that's like 300 bucks. 300? No yeah. way. What because are you ordering? Because we, 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 like, we do two margaritas, <sighs> and they come in like a plastic sack. <laughs> why don't you just go to the liquor store, man? Like, why you order? You know how much it is to order a margarita Here. off Uber Eats? Yo, bring your phone Like an incredible quick. amount and of open, money. Open uh, Uber Eats. Is it Uber Eats you use the most? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is always fun. When we go oh. to the, the receipts. Oh, You want to no. talk about checking receipts. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> and this is all the stuff that Damon Matthew knows nothing about, right? That's true. Yeah. <laughs> because is this all stuff that you order um, during the during the day when he's at work? Is, is most of it during the day? Oh, no, or at night, like because he's been working late. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> so in other words, oh when God. he's not at home, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so a hamburger joint. Uh, seventy-two dollars. Seventy-two dollars. Yeah. What did you order? Oh my god! <laughs> Two combos. Yeah. A strawberry milkshake. Yeah. A ginger ale. A vanilla milkshake. <laughs> and chicken fingers. Oh my god, that's a lot. That's a lot of food. Um, and then a couple of days before. That's a lot of food. He ordered a couple of bowls from a salad joint. Ordering salads. And then the day before that, he ordered from Jack Astor's. <laughs> How many days a week are you ordering off Uber Eats more? Like, yeah, we have these big plans of cooking, and then it's That's just, not, you that get wasn't, tired. A, I didn't say how many times do you have big Bro. plans for cooking, and then you get too tired. This, ha- this hamburger four, joint, you order from, like, week. a lot, man. Dude, they're good. 
What is it? Harry's. Which place? Hail Harry's. Oh, Harry's yeah, Charbroil. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They do a good burger. I agree, but not four times a week good. Oh my God. Guys. <laughs> yeah. You want to hear two items that Maury bought? Yes. The other day? Yeah. That cost him $32.91. Yes, please. This is for two things. Okay. Okay? Yeah. One glass of freshly squeezed orange juice. Yeah. And Eggs Benedict. <laughs> with Maury home fries. Sherman. And he paid almost $33. Maury Sherman. For Does Eggs it- Benedict and orange juice. And this is... God. During a time when his husband's at work. <laughs> does, he, what, does it show how much he tips on there? No, eh? Uh, oh. It did not show here how much Masood got How often, Maury, do you not tip? Like 90%. Oh, my God. You're one of those. You're like the crying Uber because guys on, on Instagram. Like, no, it's not a problem. No, 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 no. Next time you see one of those Uber drivers crying on Instagram because somebody didn't tip on a $250 order, yeah. that's Maury. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Rachel, hello. It's Roz and Mocha. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Family drama, huh? What's going on? Yeah, my father-in-law is the devil. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Wow. That is a statement. Uh, Rachel, you wrote us this. Hey, Roz and Mocha, Fix My Life. My father-in-law doesn't respect boundaries and consistently tries to ruin mine and my partner's relationship. He has repeatedly encouraged my boyfriend to cheat on me. What? And anytime my partner says no to him, he immediately blames me. I'm the scapegoat for all my father-in-law's family problems. Wow. Mm-hmm. How long have you uh, been together with your boyfriend? Five and a half years. Okay. And did the problems with the father-in-law start immediately? No, they basically started when we moved in together in 2019. Okay. So what do you think the problem is? Yeah. I think the problem is is that like his his dad just doesn't have other people to entertain him and I took his son away from him. Right. So if that's the issue, why not try and tackle that issue? We have we like we used to live in Niagara which was an hour away then in Last year in September, we've moved into my mother-in-law's house. So now we're all in the same city. So he tries to get him to like hang out once a week um, or at least talk on the phone once a week. And it's like he just wants him to be with him at the drop of a hat, even if it's not because I'm saying no or he has to work or anything like that. So the father-in-law lives by himself. Yeah. Okay, yeah. and your boyfriend has, like, no other, like, siblings or anything like that that live with? He does, but they live in Kitchener. When yeah. your boyfriend's father starts blaming you for stuff, what does your boyfriend say? Um, he, he tries to defend me, but sometimes, like, he misses the mark. Um, and usually, even when we bring up something, like, you know, that he says, like, that was really hurtful to Rachel, that's not fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, the father-in-law usually just responds with something like, well, what am I supposed to do, like, mo- manage my feelings or my not say what I think. So give us an example here. Give us, a, give us an example of him being the devil. So um, one of the things was before, right before the pandemic, uh, my mother-in-law, her sister, and my boyfriend, they were all going to Hawaii. And we all went to the airport uh, to say goodbye. And he pulled my um, boyfriend to the side and said, you know, when you're going on vacation without your partner, that's like, it's okay to cheat. (laughs) Oh my God. And you heard all that. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he's he's a jerk, right? Yeah. Yeah. And does your boyfriend want to sort of reduce the amount of toxic stuff that comes does, from him or no? He like he says he does and he says he's working on it, but um really like he kind of flip-flops. Yeah. Sometimes he's like totally on my side and then the next day he'll be like but my dad's not really that bad. Yeah, because and he probably only- ends up getting on a phone call with his dad and doesn't tell you that mm-hmm. he talked to his dad. And then, like, you know, within that conversation, changes his mind or tries to convince mm-hmm. himself that his dad's a good guy. But this is definitely a situation, I think at least, that your boyfriend needs to handle with his father. Because it doesn't sound like you can approach the father-in-law and he's going to be receptive to anything, right? Exactly. Yeah. And it's only gotten worse because it used to be between, like, my boyfriend's brother and his girlfriend and me. Yeah. And then, like, they had a baby and if he wants to be in the baby's life, he knows he has to change. So, like, he took all the negative things he thinks and says and just puts it all on me. I think that you need to have a conversation with your boyfriend and ask your boyfriend why he is so okay and accepting of his father hurting you. Mm-hmm. I have tried. He just doesn't seem to be like, as I said, we'll have that conversation. And then we, and then like, he'll talk to his dad or hang out with his dad. And then it's like, well, it's not that bad, but it's not that bad for him. Yeah. It's terrible for you. Mm-hmm. That's the question. It's not whether the dad is not that bad. The, 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 the question that he needs to answer is why is he so okay with his father consistently hurting you. Mm-hmm. I think that's a conversation you need to have first, and then the next conversation is that your boyfriend really needs to step up and talk to his dad. Yeah. Like, and I get it. Like, you don't want to rock the boat, and and you know the you don't want to hurt the old man's feelings, and that's his dad. And yeah, sometimes, but the stuff sometimes that- parents are all of this and every, and everything else. But your it's your boyfriend who is cool. It's not it's not what the father says. It's the mm-hmm. fact that your boyfriend is okay with it. That's the issue. Once you fix that issue, the other will fall in line. Yeah, hopefully. Because the dad knows that he can say this stuff and the son's going to back him. Mm-hmm. Right? So this is a conversation for you and your boyfriend. Yeah. And if your boyfriend can't work on that for you, then you need to tell him that it's very damaging to the relationship. Yeah, yeah. Reality check, girl. I, it's just, it's so difficult because, like, we live in his mom's house, and so, like, I, I can't end the relationship because then I'm like, I don't have a place to live. <laughs> well, I mean, that's no reason to stay. I guess, yeah. You can keep hurting yourself, or, or not hurting yourself, but getting hurt? Mm-hmm. And feeling yeah. helpless and feeling alone? That you have, like, zero support? <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah, right? that's the that's the that's the tough part is that you now are in a position where you have nobody who has your back and you have built a life through necessity. Nobody's faulting you for it where mm-hmm. you, you can't leave a toxic situ- situation because you have nowhere to go. Mm-hmm. Right. So you have to work on it from the inside. And if he yeah. and if he loves you and, you know, if he wants this to work and he wants you to be around, he has to figure out why he's so OK with other people hurting you if he truly does love you. Yeah, yeah. So I have that convo with him ASAP, Rachel. Yeah, will do. All right, thanks for reaching out. No problem. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. You all right over there? Yeah, how are you? Yeah, I'm great, man. I'm great. Hold on, there's something I wanted to play for you. Just give me one second. Please do. Oh, here, Rick Astley 
So I, I had no idea up until just recently who a Young Gravy was. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's just because I'm old. I don't even know. Is he famous? Young Gravy's not famous. Ooh, there. Come on, Shemp. You are too deep inside everything, Shemp. Well, young, well. young, young Gravy. He's, uh, I only know he's, from dating some, uh, the, the TikToker's mom, right? Oh, Addison Ray. Yeah, right? That's how he's famous for. Sure. Um, yeah, he has his fans. Let's just say that. So He I, has a fan base. Sure. Yeah, it's fine. A lot of people right? do. Yeah. So does slap fighting. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, but uh, I guess Rick Astley is suing Young Gravy because Young Gravy pretty much remade Never Gonna Give You Up and didn't get the right kind of permission to do it. So we all know Never Gonna Give You Up. This is how you get Rick rolled, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and then so here is, if you could play this, this is uh, Young Gravy. What's, I don't even know what the song is Betty. called. Betty. Betty? Yeah. Is that what it is? All right, here you go. So I guess what happened, right, was yeah. that the young gravy got permission to use the instrumental, but not the melody or vocals. Oh. Right? And then in his lawsuit, Rick Astley went back to an old interview that Young Gravy gave where he said, I always thought that sample would be sick to do something with. I just never figured it would be clearable. Uh, somebody who had part ownership of the rights to the sample hit me up and they were like, yo, you should try this. Then he goes on to say, um, my boy Nick, or that is his producer, uh, who does a lot of sample replays and recreating original samples. We basically remade the whole song. <laughs> Had a different singer and instruments, but it was all really close because it makes it easier legally. So he's saying that they remade the whole song, and Rick Astley is saying you didn't have permission to remake the whole song. Well, you look like you were vibing out to it. Would you like to hear the rest? No, no, no. Never take a L no more. Never take a damn thing slow. All I know is chase this dough and get my Sorry, what? You better have everything cleared if this is a song that you come out with. You know, like, See, I, when I like, first heard this song, cleared. I assumed that everything was cleared. <laughs> you would have this, to. This is the Rick Astley song, yes. right? Every single thing about it is Rick Astley. Yes. Anyway, I like that you like the song. <laughs> I do Vibing not. Vibing out pretty hard not. to it. I do not. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Yo, Pat. Hey, Mocha. What's up, dude? Um, this is Patrick Roz. Hey. Uh, Patrick is a huge fan of the Roz and Mocha show. He's been on the podcast many times. He likes and comments on a bunch of photos and stuff that we have on Instagram, a lot of our posts. You know him, Roz, mm-hmm. as Pineapple Pat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, we yeah, love yeah, Pineapple yeah. Pat. 
Uh, Pineapple Pat um, has actually become like my own personal like IT nerd. Really? Yeah, I, would DM, I DM him like questions about like computer stuff all the time. Why? What do you do, Pat? Uh, actually, I used to work at Rogers, uh, but then after I just uh, swapped now to Manulife, uh, oh. I just do Trader. Uh, like. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, it's, uh, five years there. That's I hear you. For me. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. Uh, no, Pat's like a super huge nerd and okay. super smart, right? Yeah. Anyway, um, the reason why we're calling Pat is because he asked us to reach out to his wife. Uh, for their anniversary. But mm. I thought it would be a lot nicer to have Pat on the phone with us and maybe we can all be a part sure. of this celebration. Uh, because Pat was expressing that uh, they've been together for like almost 20 years. Oh, wow. Right? And um, they've had some stuff going on in their lives. Uh, but he just wanted to make today's wedding anniversary uh, even more uh, special, sorry, right? Uh, sorry. No, no, wedding. It, it, this is just like the engagement. We got married on the 20th of Feb. But, oh, okay, uh, okay. Is, yeah, yeah, I know technically I should have, uh, you know, the wedding is the uh, next thing, but um, just every little milestone for me kind of, uh, you know, means something. So tell us about your wife, Lily. Uh, yeah, I've known her since uh, grade seven. Uh, what? We met in post school. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, we dated a bit then then we broke up dated other people realized everyone's crazy so kind of got back together afterwards been together since uh like probably almost a decade now so um 2020 we got married or sorry 2021 we got married um we have a beautiful daughter i actually just dropped her off at daycare wait a second you are you are married yeah 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 we're, so, we're married for, so what's the anniversary today then the today's anniversary is just the day of the proposal um when oh! Oh! Cause then you know to us. I thought it was like to your two-year wedding anniversary. Bro, no, who's, after you're married, you don't celebrate the engagement yeah, no, anniversary. I know, I know, no, what I know, are you doing? No. Okay, so Feb twentieth. That, that's in a month. <laughs> well, we're not gonna call you back for that. You're on the phone with us now. Jeez, man. Okay, you know how busy we are. No, the, the, the Lily gets today. Okay, <sighs> Lily does not get right. the wedding anniversary. So you be quiet. Uh, don't say anything. I'm gonna give her a call right now. Jeez, <laughs> always a guy. You gotta give the full story, man. Bro, if she doesn't answer, I swear. It's because today's it's because today's not that significant. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. Hold on. Let me try again. Oh, buddy. This is not working out know. the way you thought. This is the the worst engagement anniversary for a couple who's already married ever. <laughs> oh, no. Uh-oh. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all good. <laughs> uh -oh. Oh. Denied. Denied. Oh, and hung up. <laughs> and hung up. <laughs> hung up. <laughs> hung up. I think she's actually just in a meeting right now. Which is yeah, sure. Uh, sure. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, anyway, um, Pat, uh, congratulations to you and your wife on uh, your engagement. <laughs> Anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you mean a lot to us. You're a, you're a great fan, and uh, we can't thank you enough, man. Uh, it, once she does end up hearing this on the podcast, because damn well we're going to put this embarrassing moment on the podcast, mm -hmm. <laughs> what, what do you want to say to Lily? Uh, 
yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you blew it. Pineapple <laughs> Pat, we love you, bro. Take care. All right, man. Love you guys. Take care. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Ermagerd! There's a new movie starring Alexander Skarsgård <laughs> called uh, Infinity Pool. <sighs> Oh, this is um, directed by Brandon Cronenberg. By yeah, the way. who's almost more messed up than his old man, I would say. Can I read you? <laughs> David's really messed up. Can I read you the plot for Infinity Pool? Oh, I know. Yeah, go ahead. Just in case, I know you know what it's. Uh huh. In case anyone doesn't know, and you're interested in watching this movie, guided by a seductive and mysterious woman, a couple on vacation venture outside the resort grounds and find themselves in a culture filled with violence, mm-hmm. hedonism. An untold horror. A tragic accident soon leaves them facing a zero-tolerance policy for crime. Either you'll be executed or, if you're rich enough to afford it, you can pay to be cloned and watch them execute your clone. <laughs> what was that, the actual? You saw this more. Yeah, the, the, what Mocha read is a really nice <laughs> plot on all of the craziness that goes on in this movie. I know. When this was, I don't know, where, where was it? it was South by Southwest or something like that? Sundance. Which, Sundance, that's what it was, Sundance. And people were like, what the hell, man? And what was the 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 one the breastfeeding? There was something. So like in the in the field, uh-huh. Alexander is like, um, I guess his co-star is breastfeeding him in the field, and his breast <laughs> is covered in blood. Oh my goodness! <laughs> and then there's one time where Alexander. Started- <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I don't want to hear about the one time okay, okay. Alexander Skurzgur. <laughs> okay. Did a Ermagerd Merman. <laughs> it was a big Ermagerd. Uh, David Morey talking I to Skurzgur on the red carpet for. Uh, for this movie, Infinity Pool. The Skarsgård family, you have some famous, famous people in your family. How are you hoping they'll react, or how do you think they're going to react when they see this movie and what you're doing in it? Well, I think they... Uh, right? They'll... they'll uh, at least when I watch stuff my dad or my brothers are in, what makes me happy is obviously when they're good, which they always are, but when I can tell that they're having a great, great time, and I think that they will see that when they watch Infinity Pool. Like, they'll be like, oh, Alex had a pretty f***ing amazing time. You can, we can tell that he's, this has been a blast for him. I think that, in my opinion, I think they'll probably end up going as you for Halloween with a dog collar around their oh, neck. Damn. Uh, well, yeah, we have the dog collar. We have a couple of the, the rubber clones. So <laughs> we, uh, we got some good outfits for, for Halloween. Uh, dog collar and rubber come on man y'all, y'all said too much come on. <laughs> y'all said a little bit too much so the headlines for this movie are pretty out there yes and Dan Mori brought this up with both Alexander Skarsgård and Brandon Cronenberg so I'm going to play for you Mori reading the headlines to each one of them and okay. you're going to hear how drastically different each one of their answers are. So we'll start with Alexander Skarsgård. How do you react when I read these headlines to you about the movie? Infinity Pool featuring Alexander Skarsgård naked and breastfeeding. Infinity Pool at Sundance shocks with orgies and executions. (laughs) Infinity Pool most shocking horror ever. Uh, White Lotus for sickos. How do you react when you hear that? That It's a movie. It's fun for the whole family. So So you get Alexander Skarsgård's reaction and then 
and director Brandon Cronenberg was uh, asked the same thing. I'm going to read you a couple of headlines and get your reaction. This is what people are writing about this movie, Infinity Pool. So Infinity Pool featuring Alexander Skarsgård naked and breastfeeding. Infinity Pool at Sundance shocks with orgy and execution. Is Infinity Pool the most shocking horror ever? Orgy's execution and full frontal scene is branded the white lotus for sickos. What is that? How do you react to headlines like that? Well, it's interesting. I don't find it that shocking personally. Um, and certainly I'm not trying to shock people for the sake of, of shock. I mean, I do like genre films and I do like graphic filmmaking. And so, so it's, not, um, it's not that I don't enjoy that stuff. But uh, I, I think in this case, it, it's very much uh, a, a narrative thing. You know, there's, there's this, without giving too much away, I think it's important to the psychological evolution and sort of mutations of the characters and, and how that drives uh, the narrative that the audience uh, feels those things in a kind of visceral way. And so you, to me, you, you have to show it and, and, and kind of uh, immerse your audience in, in that kind of imagery to really, to really get them there. So you get a very thought out I understood Alex's response. It's the, listen, it's the family business, right? Like, oh, like Brandon must have been like a young kid when David made Crash, right? right? Like, like it's it's just a family business. Yeah, yeah. And on it's the flip side, Alexander awesome. Skarsgård is like, yeah, it's a movie. F- it's fun for the whole family. Right? Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of awesome. I love it. If you're into it, it, Infinity Pool, uh, starring Alexander Skarsgård, is out right now. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Hell of a Story. Jolene, hello. Welcome to uh, the Roz and Mocha Show. How are you today? I am doing fantastic, Roz and Mocha. Thank you so much for having me. Awesome. Jolene, welcome to uh, Hell of a Story. Where and when does your Hell of a Story take place? My Hell of a Story takes place in the summer of 2004 when I was 16 and my sister was 20. And we were house-sitting for some family friends in Toronto. Okay, so what happened? My sister goes out for one evening with some friends and uh, I'm left at the house alone. And so for the first bit of the evening, I just kind of wander around checking things out, like not really snooping, Mm -hmm. but, you know, what's in this kitchen cupboard? You know, what does this switch on (laughs) the wall do? That kind of thing, right? Nothing too invasive. snooping. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. Not too bad, though. (laughs) So in the evening, I'm watching a movie, and this is back when refrigerators first came out with that front panel with, like, the ice and water dispensers. What, in the 80s? This is like, when they first became popular. In the 80s. Okay, well, then I'm too young to remember that, I guess. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, okay. Okay. All right. So it was new to me, and I was very excited to use one. And so I'm watching a movie, and I finish my drink. Well, I got to go get more, right? So I stand up, and behind the TV is this, like, cutout window that looks directly into the mudroom. Mm -hmm. And as I stand up, I just glance through that window. And I just catch the glass of the window of the back door. Mm -hmm. And the motion light in the backyard is on. And there is a man standing at the back door. Oh, my God. So his back is to the wall. So his side is kind of to the door. But I can clearly make out a tan collared jacket and, like, a really thin, dark pencil line beard. Like, this is 2004. Mm -hmm. Think A.J. McLean, okay? (laughs) Like, it looks like there's, like, an A.J. McLean-looking intruder in the backyard. Like, can you see his, like, is he looking in? Is he looking away? No, his, his back is to the wall, so I can just see his profile. Okay. I can't see his face. 
So I'm, I'm frozen. I am absolutely terrified. But then I run upstairs and I call my sister and she is on her way back to the house. Why aren't you picking up the phone and calling the police? Because I am not being responsible for our family friends having police activity at their house. I'm the troublemaker of the family, okay? okay. Like, okay. I am not okay. willing to be blamed for anything else at this point. Okay. That's just it. Yes. So by this point, my sister calls me. She's almost at the house. And as she gets to the house, she can't see anyone at the front of the house. So I get downstairs. I unlock the door. She runs in. We lock the door. Go into the living room. Look through that window. The motion light is on. The guy is still there. Oh, for God's so sake. now we run up and we call 911. Okay. Got, you know, squad cars, bicycle cops, the works within minutes are there. So we go down to the living room to watch through that window again, you know, to see what happens. Motion lights on, guy is standing there, and the cops just run through the backyard. You know, they just swarm the house and then run through the backyard and into the back alley. We're like, well, what are you doing? He's, he's right there. And so we're feeling a little braver now because, you know, the cops are there. So we decide to go to the back door, and no one is there. Like, we just saw the guy, and now he's gone. So now more officers are there. They're asking us questions. They're taking his description. You know, they say, okay, we're going to check the area out. We'll let you know if we find anything. Mm -hmm. And now we're left there with our mom, who has arrived basically right when the cops got there. And we have to explain to her, like, we, we just saw this guy and now he's gone. So we take her to the living room to show her, you know, where we were standing when we saw him. And he's back. What? No. Like, the dude is fully back. He's at the door. And so now we're like, oh, my gosh, like, what is happening? So we go to the back door, and he's gone again. Like, we can't see him. So this mudroom, the back door is on the corner, and the back wall has a hook for, like, has all these hooks for coats and such, right? And on the hook closest to the door just happened to be an orange ski jacket. And with the way the height of the hook and the way the jacket is hanging on the hook and the way it's reflecting in the light from the motion light outside, it is casting the perfect reflection of an A.J. McLean looking dude in the glass window. It was not an intruder at all. You called it was a f***ing coat. You called the police on a coat? <laughs> I called the police on a coat. It was a reflection of a coat. Now, I tried to think for a minute that I couldn't have been that crazy because the motion light was on. Yeah. Which meant something had to be in the backyard, yeah. right? Well, then I remembered the switch that I played with in the kitchen, and it turns out that is, in fact, the switch for the motion light. And I had fully turned it on and had no idea because this was early evening in the summer, so it was light out. So not only did we call the police for a coat, but really we called the police because I played with a switch. Wow. Oh okay. my so, God. So did you call the police back and say that, hey, sorry, false alarm, it was actually a coat? Oh, that was the absolute best part of the whole debacle. The police actually came back to the house mm -hmm. and let uh -huh. us know that they found the guy in the alley and that he was known to them and that they told him to leave the area. And we're just like, yes, yeah, sure you did. Thanks for your service. We appreciate it. Like, we said nothing, not a word. Like, if they had picked the guy up, then we would have had no choice. Like, we would have had to say, okay, this is actually what happened. 
but they wait so they found somebody the like in the they found they ended up finding they, someone in the they alley thought they found the guy they thought for sure that they had the guy and we we said nothing not a word we figured that guy can leave the area and we can leave the situation with our dignity still somewhat intact wait a second just, you you called the cops on a coat and then the cops went looking for somebody and they found a guy and were like they hey the guy you're yeah. like hey stop harassing women and get out of here and then they came back and told you that and you were like oh my god thank you officers <laughs> well, i mean the guy had already left so there's nothing left for us to do right like yeah but that's now <laughs> logged <laughs> That poor guy. That poor there was no record of it. He was just told to leave the area. Yeah, but they said that he was known to them, so that's like another strike. Oh no, Joe. You know, whatever happened to him in the future? That's that's on him. I I don't know. That's on him. <laughs> he's probably on. He's probably in jail. Poor guy. <laughs> oh, Jolene, Jolene, Jolene. Here you are uh, calling the cops on a North Face, just hanging on the wall. Jesus. <laughs> uh, that was one hell of a story. Thank you so much, Jolene. Thank you so much. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Question for you. In a new poll, 39% of people claim their current home is generally cleaner than the home they grew up in as a kid. Oh, yeah, definitely. 39%. To me, that doesn't sound like a huge number, 39%. I would say so. 39% of people claim that their current home is generally cleaner than the home they grew up in. Mocha, yes? Yes. Shem. I'm going to say no. 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 And no disrespect to my parents. Right. Because I know I'm going to get a call from my <laughs> yeah, mom. Of course you will. Been like, why are you telling everyone our you, house was like yeah, you, dirty that, growing yeah, up? Yeah, your mom kept a dirty house. No, she did. Okay. Like, it was clean. Okay. Right? Okay. But I was responsible for a lot of the mess. <laughs> okay. Uh, Shem, you say? I, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Uh, my current home is definitely cleaner. Because I made a, I was a messy kid, man. I was, I was a wreck. But what about not just the stuff you were responsible in in the house, but like, let's talk the kitchen, the living room, the laundry piling up, like all of that stuff in the home you grew up in. Is your house now generally cleaner than the house you grew up in or no? Nah, my parents will listen. I'm going to go ahead and say that uh, (laughs) mine is way messier now. Uh, Maury. I would have answered differently when I was single, but now that I've married a Portuguese man, my place is spectacularly clean. Right. So you would say no, that but you compared were, to where you grew up. up oh, you compared to where I was grew up, my place now is cleaner. Yes. Of Absolutely. Co- yeah. Yeah. I've told I've been told sometimes not to go upstairs when I visit Frank and Donna because they're like, it's too messy up there. You <sighs> can't go. Jeez, wow. You don't but even live you've never even lived in that house. Yeah. And you're calling them out on the cleanliness of it? And why are you going upstairs anyway? Yeah. Mind your I business. Like to, I like to snooze. Mind your business. For what? I like to see if my dad still has pictures of me on the nightstand. You no, don't he live doesn't. there. You're fifty years old. He doesn't need to have your old ass no. photo on the nightstand. But pictures of him and I when, like, I was a kid no, should be there. No, no, You don't live there. No. You've never lived there. Stop snooping around. And there are no more pictures of me. Yes, that makes perfect sense, right? It's a messy place. Oh, my God. Wow. What was your house like when you were growing up, though? When it was just my dad and I? Yeah. Um, My room was messy, but my dad was very clean. Oh, okay. He used weird stuff on, like, the floor. Like, he would mix pine salt and Windex and... 
create some sort sure. of floor cleaner. Yeah, it's fairly normal. Yeah, it's kind of oh. it's okay. somewhat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. More, so he kept it clean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> more he's never cleaned anything in his life, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, it's unclear, uh, but the ages people who are eighteen to forty-four were far more likely to say that their current homes were cleaner. Thirty uh, percent of people say that their current home is about the same in cleanliness as their childhood home, and twenty-four percent of people admit that their home today is messier. You, than the house answer. you grew up in. Um, I would say, God, I'm trying to think. I would say it's about the same sort of level. Like we have, even in our place now, like a couple times a week, like Catherine will just walk through the kitchen and it'll be a disaster. And then she just shuts the lights off and goes, the kitchen's clean. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? If I can't see it, it yeah. ain't there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like we do, that happens at least a couple times a week, right? Yeah. You know, and it's so, but but I, I we had that growing up too. Like my mom was, you know, she kept a clean house, but you always had those days where you're like, ugh, the kitchen can wait, uh-huh. you know, or like, ugh, you know, I'm not doing laundry today, right? Like you, everybody tomorrow. has those. Yeah, tomorrow. Hey, but like it was generally a clean place. It was generally a clean place that we that we lived in. I mean, me and my brother, like two teenage boys, our rooms were disasters. My brother's room was horrific. Really? Like, got to the point, my mom just never went in, uh-huh. right? Like, his room was, like, just beyond, beyond. Just stuff everywhere? Oh, everywhere. That it smelled dope. Oh, it smelled awful. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Yes. Friday. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Well, you don't know? No, I know. Come on now. You shush him. <laughs> Why can't I log on to see you guys on this bloody team? Oh, there we go. Hold on. God. I'm so late with everything. I know. I'm feeling all sorts of out of sorts. Yeah? Right Why? Now. What's going on with you? Like, all mo- I've just been on YouTube all morning. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And when you get caught up, yeah. Because then something will trigger my mind. I and I subscribe to so many channels and like so many things get recommended. Yeah. And I'm like, cool, I'll watch that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm into that. Yeah, it's tough. Hey, let right? me into the teams there more, please. So my YouTube history right now is uh Taylor Swift Lavender Hayes music video. Yeah. How was that? I didn't see it yet. It's amazing. Yeah, it's good. It's great. It's, it's better than Flowers song. by Miley. Yes. It's a better video? It's a better yeah, video. That, that Miley Flowers video is wild, man. Yeah. It's so weird. Well, Miley's next level, <laughs> but I feel like Taylor Swift, I don't know if it's because she's like um, more in control of her music and mm. music videos, or she's just like yeah. that much into relating things in video. Sure. Like she has these ideas, yes, right? Yes, yes, I want to yes, re- yes. have this visual relate to something from back. Because all the Taylor Swift fans, if you go on Twitter, it's right? All... Lavender Hayes video or music videos trending like crazy and they're all like picking apart so right. i'm learning so much right so lavender haze is the last thing i watch on youtube and then before that i watched the trailer the new trailer for shazam fury of the gods yeah and then before that i watched a netflix trailer for we have a ghost with wow. anthony mackie and david harbour jeez uh, before that, I watched a 13-minute interview with George Clooney on... 13 minutes? On Jimmy Kimmel last night because Kimmel celebrated his 20th anniversary. Oh, right, right, right. Uh, and then before that was another Jimmy Kimmel video. Jeez, man. Okay. With Matt Damon getting bumped. And then before that was Michael B. Jordan <laughs> right. on you Jimmy Fallon. You watch a lot of YouTube. My you last YouTube thing was actually something Mocha would probably want to watch. Which is? He didn't. Um, Architectural Digest came out with a new, you know, welcome to their home thing, and it was mm. Michael Imperioli taking us on a tour. Who's that? Oh yeah, 
Christopher from Sopranos. From Sopranos. And the new season oh, yeah. of The White Lotus. Mm-hmm. He was in, he was oh the, oh oh the dad the 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 slimy dad in White Lotus yeah, right correct. who was trying to two. who was trying to get with the yeah um uh, the, the lady the ladies yeah uh, and then the son got with the ladies spoiler did, alert right as did the grandfather right no 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 they woke up in the grandfather's room they were in the grandfather's room they went in to get changed the yeah, dad yeah, was yeah. first yeah dad was then, first yeah the dad yeah. not the grandfather with the band-aid on his head <laughs> i mean I, I guess if you got the money though right like <laughs> you know he was down, <laughs> he was down. Michael, michael imperioli's home is so gaudy Oh, it's, I know, I saw that. It's really, it's bad. It's, is no, it really? no, no, it's not bad. It's like, it's, I'm sure everything in there is just so brilliantly curated. But yeah. his wife's it's a set designer. Busy. Uh huh. It is busy. Where does like, he live? New York. New York. New York? Okay. Yeah. yeah. The, the story. Oh, yeah, because he does the, um, the Sopranos podcast from out there. Yeah. Uh, but recently, New York, though, because they were in, they were in LA for a while. Oh. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, the house is, uh, busy. But yeah, does so. Is he a soprano, he, like a Sopranos room? Uh, no, he has a uh, meditation room that's like with like you know velvet drapes on the walls. Yeah, and- like the house is busy. <laughs> it's like really it's, busy. it's wasn't it, busy. Um- Jimmy Fallon's place. That uh, that who bought it? Did Cara Delevingne buy Jimmy Fallon's place? Is that I who think, bought I it? I think that's who that was. Like Jimmy yeah. Fallon's place was so busy, it looked like a Boy Scout lodge. Oh. <laughs> like it was just there's so much going on. No, um, it was recent. Was it like Joe Pesci? Remember his place? Wasn't his place like super busy? Or was it um Oh no, no, this is a different kind of busy. No, no, yes, I and know. It was like I, a bunch of stuff I, like it was yeah, all his Yeah, but no, no, that was stuff. like that was a very underwhelming place, but this one has the only thing that tied the only thing that tied all the rooms together were the posters of himself that he had all over the walls. Pesci, right? And, yeah, and and, <laughs> yeah. No, and normally when that makes it to like an MLS, like the stars, like the the the, the agent takes all that stuff down, uh-huh. right? Just so you don't have a bunch of people showing up being like, <laughs> I want to see where Joe Pesci sleeps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, but they didn't in the listing. Like it was just all like, and you could tell that it wasn't a Joe Pesci fan because like a lot of the stuff was just stacked up on the floor. Yeah. Right, like it was super <laughs> weird. Home Alone script. Yeah. The Godfather poster. Yeah. Goodfellas posters. We were. I was thinking about this the other day because if we sold our place, I'm like, how many things do I have to take off the wall that that like feature me? Mm-hmm. Right. Majority. I bet. Maj- vast majority. <laughs> the vast. <laughs> Like, we don't have a lot of stuff hanging on walls in my house, yeah. but the majority of them I'm featured yeah. heavily in. <laughs> Walk into a house with just empty walls. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. What's that? Uh, wait. Yes. Um, oh, that was. Um, um, that was. Um, God, that was. Um, Come on, buddy. Uh, Did we just yell it out? No. No. Uh, oh, for God's sakes. Um. Oh, it's if I, killing it, me. It's killing me. If I told you, um, <sighs> would it help if I told you when this show aired? I mean, 90s, like, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
If yeah. I told you how many seasons? No, that doesn't help me at all. No? no. Say a character name. No. No, that would give it away. 1997 yeah. to 2009. That long? Yes. Really? 13 seasons of this particular show. I loved this show. Yeah. Come on, buddy. God like, damn. you know the song. I, don't, I know the song very well. Bro, people screaming right now. Are they? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's killing me. You know me and my memory, though, right? Like, as soon as you tell me, I can probably tell you everything about the show. Um, but yeah, no, I it's not coming to me King at all. The, King of the Hill. King of the Hill. Thank you. <laughs> Damn it. King of the Hill. Hill yeah. Two seasons on Fox. Uh, Hulu is bringing it back. Really? Brand new episodes. Yes. With Matt Judge. With Mike Judge and Greg Daniels, the original creators. Really, huh? Yes. And they've also assembled the original cast to come back to voice all the characters. Really? Yeah. Wait, who was the who was the voices? I don't know. Oh, no I don't idea. know any of their names. I, I, know I don't Mike know. Judge was one of the was uh one of the voices. I don't like I could tell you the names, but they Steven don't Stephen Bruce did one of them. Anything. Yeah. Uh Kathy Najmi. Was it Steven was there any Root, was it, was there anybody Adlon. famous? Stephen Root, that's who it was. Uh, the late Brittany, Brittany Murphy. Murphy. Oh, Brittany, Brittany Murphy, Murphy was in there right. As well. She played right, uh, right, Luann. Right. Yeah, Luann. Chuck yeah. Mangione. Um, Tom Petty was lucky. Yeah. So King of the Hill is coming back on Hulu. That's like great. I, I used to really like that show. It was great. And what was the kid's name? Bobby? Yeah, Bobby. Yeah, and they always had trouble finding clothes for him. <laughs> yeah, poor kid. <laughs> right? you know I mean? Oh, and the neighbor, wasn't it Dale Gribble? Yeah, yeah. there was Dale. Dale. Uh, Boomhauer was yeah, the one with the, yeah, with the voice. Wait, Bobby Hill was voiced by a woman. I love that. Yeah. Pamela. Bro, you just finished saying, like, oh, I'm such a big fan of the show. <laughs> and now you're learning all sorts of stuff <laughs> yeah. about it. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I never bothered to tell the look who did the voices on, uh, on King of the Hill. That's amazing. So is there, like, a big, is there, like, a big vacuum where like people were clamoring for new episodes of king of the hill i don't know I, that's interesting maybe they just to me figured that um you know like what would it be like to have this family in texas and and all their neighbors kind of live a life through the lens of 2023 i don't think they're going to though do you think right? they're going to do that i think that they will yeah, yeah i think that's a road yeah. that they're gonna go down because when you listen to like older like i i found a like what boomhauer is gonna be super woke and you still won't be able to understand what he's talking yeah, about and maybe. bobby's older right yeah they can't age Chinese up bobby or Japanese? i live in california last 20 years but uh, first come from laos huh laos we laotian the ocean what ocean we are laotian from laos stupid mm. It's a landlocked country in Southeast Asia. It's between Vietnam and Thailand, okay? Population, 4.7 million. So are you Chinese or <laughs> Japanese? Trick or treat. Oh, my. Aren't you boys the scariest? Yeah, man, talk about... Dang old boo, man. Pursue our relationship. So we're going to do it. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, we are going to do it. <laughs> I like it when you talk dirty. Therefore, I'm now going to drive over there, baby. 
<laughs> I just had the phone sex. <laughs> yeah, man, talking about that dang old cuffs and collars, man. Like when they come over to clean that pool, man, and start going. <laughs> Quit it! I didn't rent that movie. Bobby, you cheated. There was money on the game. Besides, Link Bratley's a horse's ass. Do I look like I know what a JPEG is? I just want a picture of a god dang hot dog. <laughs> Listen, if you're into it, King of the Hill is coming back. It's going to hit Hulu in the States and, uh, and Disney Plus in Canada. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Hello, Shirley. It's Roz and Mocha. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Stressed out, huh? Yes. What's going on? I'm having major PTSD about my daughter's recent medical issues. Oh, wow, Shirley. Uh, you wrote this. Uh, hey, Razamoka fixed my life. My daughter had four to five seizures in one night for the first time in October back in 2021. And since then, I've never been able to sleep properly. I'm constantly checking if she's okay. Doctors have cleared her. Neurodoctors have cleared her. All the tests have been done and they're normal and clear. They say it happens. Uh they say that it's something that could possibly happen just once. Uh, and I get that and I'm grateful, but I do have PTSD from that night. I'll never forget that image uh, and be able to get it out of my head. And uh, even when you're dropping her off at school, you have major anxiety and all of this stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, perfectly normal because you're her mom and you're going to yeah. worry about her all the time. Um, did they, did the doctors give a a reason for the seizures? Have they been able to find out what happened that night? No, they said it could have just been her being overstimulated. Mm -hmm. Her body just didn't know how to shut down at that point, and it just overworked itself, I guess. Mm -hmm. And that was it. It was that one time, and, you know, you're just never the same anymore again. Yeah. How old is she? Sorry? She's turning five this year. Okay. I would say say that the real only thing that is even going to come close to making any of this better is time. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if there's anything else other than talking to another mom who's gone through what you've gone through and then figuring out how they manage to sleep at night, figuring out how, how they don't, you know, wake up every hour to check to see if their kid is breathing and all, all of this stuff. I think that you need, you need help, but I don't think you need like sort of hardcore help. I think what you need is a friend and you need somebody, yeah. you need somebody who will make you feel not so alone. And, and, and your husband can, your fiance can be there for, you know, for one part of it. Um, and, and that's fine if they, if they are, but I think that you need to talk to somebody else who, who has gone through and is going through, uh, the same thing you're going through and maybe made it out. Yeah. I think that's, that's a good thing. I never thought of that. Question for you, Shirley. (laughs) Yes. Uh, since then, because it's been bothering you and keeping you up at night and just having you anxious throughout the day, do you then go to, to Google to look for more answers? Yes. Are you Googling like crazy? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, all the time. Yeah. So you need to stop that. It's one thing to Google to educate yourself so you can look for signs to look for if that were to ever happen or what to do if that were to ever happen again. That's one thing. But then you start going down a rabbit hole if you get obsessive with your train of thought, because then you're going to start looking for reasons why 
this could have happened? What could I have done mm-hmm. to prevent it? You're just going to drive yourself crazy. Like, yeah. Right? Yeah. And because I've then, done that. And because then, like, everything that you Google is going to lead to exactly what happened to your daughter. And you're like, okay, well, this, yeah. is, this is the reason why it happened. This must be the reason. Or if you're not happy with that answer, you're going to keep looking, keep looking, keep looking until you find an answer that you're happy with. Yeah. Or that will kind of explain what happened or what doctors couldn't tell you. You're just going to drive yourself mental by uh, going to Google a lot. Yeah. And that's what I did for such a long time too, right? And you're also going to go looking for reasons why you treating this the way that you do is justified, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not yeah. saying it's not. You have to be the advocate for your kid and you're the mom and everything else. Um, but you you need time and you need somebody to talk to. Somebody who's yeah. been somebody who's been through it, and it's really that simple. It really is. Okay, I really appreciate it. Thank you so does much. That, does that okay, help, Shirley? Does it make you feel a little bit better? It is. It yeah. does. I never right. thought about it. So yeah, That's, it's a good it's a good way to go. Yes. Yeah. Okay, right. love. Get off Google. <laughs> okay. Clear your history. <laughs> Thank girl. you so much, guys. Okay. Uh, you got All right. Sending okay, you so much take love. Care. Take care, Shirley. Right, bye bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye. Roz and Mocha's fix my life on Kiss. I was just reading this story out of Chicago where this woman who worked for the school board, she was like the director of uh, food and services, mm-hmm. stole $1.5 million worth of what in an embezzlement scheme? From the school? Mm-hmm. From the school board. One point. Okay, so what was her position? Uh, she was their food service director. Okay, so I'm going to say it's food-related as opposed to books or printer ink. See, big-ticket items would be like like your your ovens and your stoves and your heaters mm-hmm. and your all that stuff. But what could you easily steal that maybe nobody would notice? Like French fries? $1.5 like, million. Dollars. God, that's a lot of French fries, though. $1.5 yeah. million. Dollars. Cheese? Cheese is... Ah, they're not giving quality cheese to high school students, though. <laughs> no, no, no. You know what I mean? You get yeah. basic-ass cheese. Yeah. You, don't get, you don't get quality cheese no. when, you're, when you're in the school cafeteria. Uh, like, could it be soda? Like Coca-Cola? No. no. What is it? Chicken wings. Chicken wings! Yeah, 11,000 cases. That is... Oh my God. What do you do with of that, though? Chicken wings. Here's the thing. What so, do you do with that? They did an audit. And this is how they found out that this woman who works for the school board in Chicago um, stole a million and a half dollars worth of chicken wings. Is the type of chicken wings she ordered. Apparently, she ordered chicken wings that had the bone in them. The district policies, uh, the district's policy doesn't allow those types of wings for students. So when the audit came in and they saw 11,000 orders of chicken wings with the bone in them, it immediately raised a red flag. They went through, did an investigation, found out she stole $1.5 million, 11,000 cases worth of chicken wings. Here's the thing, though. They don't know. There's The investigation is still going on. They don't know where the chicken wings went. They can't locate the chicken wings. She obviously, like they're not at her house sold them somewhere to somebody or people but they haven't got that they haven't got that answer out of her yet so they still don't know where a million and a half dollars worth of chicken wings went they don't trust high school kids with bones i guess not liability issue man really maybe if one of them chokes yeah a chicken wing though Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. gotta know how to eat a chicken wing by the time you get to high school. Yeah, my kids drink bleach, bro. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you gotta know. Oh, don't you remember a couple of years ago? <laughs> yeah. You got a Tide Pod challenge? I know. Right? You think Come. you're gonna trust a kid with a chicken Come wing on, bone man. in? Come on. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Rishi, welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show. What's going on? Okay, I'm great. How are you? Uh, good, man. I uh, understand that you have a question for us. Go ahead. So, my question is who would be more miserable? Me. Or more happy. Russ, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I even need to hear the rest of the I mean, question. I feel like I already know the answer. Okay, we all do, but uh, ahead, we'll get ahead, through go it. Go ahead. Was if he had to look after Mocha's cats for a weekend, or no, Mocha no, if no, he had no, to look after? No, no pardon me. Uh, if he had to look after Mocha's dogs, yeah. Or would Mocha be more miserable or happy if he had to look after? Roz's cats for a weekend. I would be 100% more miserable than Mocha would be. <laughs> <laughs> like without question, without question. And I don't, and I don't dislike dogs. I love dogs. Yeah. But uh, like, I'm not walking a dog. <laughs> Especially in this weather. No, I'm not. Right? But no, I'm not putting a coat on like ever before I go to bed and like taking the dog out. Like I'm just not that. That to me is just not something that I could like, introduce into. Even if it takes into, like less than a minute, like you no, walk the dog outside, no. let the dog pee, and then they come right back in. No, no, and then just oh, and then do you want to try like, it with one dog, like no, Andy? No, and then, and then it's it's all wet out, and then you got your, and then you you know Jenna's gonna be yelling at me because I didn't wipe the dog's feet, yeah, and the dog got the on the cat. Well, right, I'm not doing that. Right, uh -huh. I'm not wiping the dog's feet and using that towel that I know every dog owner keeps by the front door to like yeah. wipe its back off yep. and all this stuff. I'm not doing Belly, that. Belly, everything. No, I'm not. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. No, you no, it's not for me. No, Mocha would just sit and watch Netflix on my couch and just like cats would just be sleeping around him. Yeah, I think the cat thing is way easier. <laughs> way easier. Right? Or try what dogs wear like ours where you have to put on the boots. No, no. Putting on boots on a dog? That's tough. Oh, you do it every time. God. No, there's I, no mm, way. There's yeah. no way. Do you put boots on your dog? No, dogs, no. Don't, don't, dogs they, don't want to wear boots. No. Yeah, their feet Salt is are, bad for their feet. Their feet are the way they are to, to manage through everything. Your yes. dogs do not want to wear boots. No. And some of those boots look like balloons. That's yeah. the ones we use, the is balloons. Yeah. The oh. balloons. Yeah. No. No. Can you actually blow one of those up like a balloon? No, it's too thick. Is it? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think you should try. Boy, <laughs> <laughs> pass out. Yeah. yeah. Rishi, the, the answer is pretty much what you thought, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I went oh, to, my God. I, Guys, went to a, I went to a church thing one time where I watched the guy um, blow up a, a, a hot water bottle like a balloon. What? Yeah. Yeah, well, I had this friend, and uh, he was like, "Hey, we're gonna go see this cool thing where it's like strong men, where they uh -huh. do all these like cool strong things." And I was like, "Of course, I'm, I'm down." And uh, and then we got in the car. I was in junior high, and we got in the car and his parents, and we drove to like some mega church somewhere uh -huh. out in the suburbs. And I was like, "What in the hell's going on?" And it was like a crowd of like three thousand people in this giant church. Uh -huh. And then these guys came up on stage, and they did stuff like tore phone books in half and blew up hot water bottles and did all this like crushing cinder blocks on top of another guy's head. But it was all because of the power of Jesus, yeah. right? But it was a, they were a touring act. Wow. Where they were these strong men that toured churches, right? You know what I mean? And all these years later, I'm like, not one single guy on that stage was religious. And this had nothing to do with God. This was just something that got them paid, yeah. right? And like, so in between everything they would pray, right? Like you would all stand up 
up and hold hands, right? And like to, to, to give the guy on stage strength as he uh, took a hot water bottle and put it to his mouth and blew it up like a balloon uh, until it exploded. The power and of he, the Lord. Yes, huh? and he got this thing to like six feet. Wow. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I went and saw that at church one time. The Lord works in mysterious ways. Yes, huh? Amen. yes. Yo, Rishi, thanks so much. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. You too. Take care. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Love this part of the podcast. A lot of people do. Uh, hey, Mocha. Yes, sir. You ready? Of course. Let's do the news. A Roz and Mocha Show and Kiss 92.5 News Break. Uh, Ed Sheeran popping up back on social media. I didn't even realize oh. Ed Sheeran hadn't really been on social media in a yeah, while. A but uh, here's Ed saying that things were bad and now they're not. So welcome back. Hey, guys. So I realize I haven't been that engaged in my social media or my fan base online over the past couple of years. And uh, the things that have been posted on this account might have got a bit boring. I'm sorry. It's my fault. Um, the reason I'm making this video is uh, just being totally honest. I've had some turbulent things been happening in my personal life so I just didn't really feel like being online uh, and pretending to be something I'm not when I wasn't feeling like that uh, and I know that sounds weird but hence I'm making this video to say things are looking up and uh, I'm back online so um you know weird is gonna start being posted here I made this video like 50 Times. I'm not making another one. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I love Ed Sheeran. Uh, Ed Sheeran, by the way, I was just looking at this. Uh, Ed Sheeran's Divide Tour was the second highest grossing tour of all time with wow. uh, $776.4 million because his overhead is super low because it's only Ed Sheeran on stage, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So when he plays stadiums, it's like there's no band. No, it's him and there's a guitar. No, it's Some just lights like, behind him. Yes, like that's, that's it. It's a very basic stage too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I wonder what the conversations are between he and Elton John because Elton John's uh, Farewell Yellow Brick Road Tour uh, is the highest grossing tour oh. of all time and it's not even finished yet. It doesn't wrap until July and it's already made 817 Point nine million dollars over 278 shows so far. Woo! You know that they're tight. Do you think that they sit around and talk about that? Absolutely. Have they got the number one and number two highest grossing tours oh, of all time? Yeah. I bet <sighs> you. Absolutely. I who, bet who, you there's a video on the way of the two of them arguing. No. Oh, no, 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 no. That, you have that conversation who private. Who first? Yeah. Elton. Who do you think? You think Elton. so? Yeah. Elton. Elton. Elton doesn't know how to text. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. fully agree. Yeah. I think Elton John yep. saw that story. It was like, I'm going to hit up my boy Ed Sheeran. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Ed, look at this. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. They have a Michael Jackson. They have uh, Michael Jackson. So um, Antoine Fuqua is uh, doing the movie that has been talked about for years, simply called Michael, starts filming next year, and they were on the hunt for a Michael, somebody who could embody so much of what Jackson was as a performer because that's going to always be the hardest part. It was like when they did... Freddie Mercury movie. There's so many iconic moments that exist in film and in video that you had to get those right. Like you can put those two movies, like the Freddie Mercury movie, back to back with the Wembley show and and, and the the movements are identical. Mm -hmm. Like they had to do it right. And Michael Jackson's going to be even way more difficult than that. So... Uh, Jafar Jackson is going to be playing Michael Jackson. Jafar Jackson is Michael Jackson's nephew, hmm. son of Jermaine Jackson. Brother, okay. 
So that is going to be the Michael. And he put one. I don't one, know much about uh, Jafar Jackson. I don't know. Was he named after um, Aladdin, do you think? Is he younger than Aladdin? Find out how when, old he is. Because I think he's 26. When did Aladdin come out? 1992. So what's how old's that? Maury. Maury. Quickly. No. Come on. Uh, so that's uh, like uh, 30 years ago. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, ish. Yeah, cool. ish. Okay. So, was he born after Aladdin? Jafar? Uh, he's 26. <laughs> <laughs> when did Jafar come out? And when did Aladdin oh, come okay. out? Okay, Jafar came out in 1996. Yes. Yeah. And Aladdin was 1992. Okay. Jafar came out in 1996? <laughs> Jafar Jackson was born, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so was yes. he named after Jafar from Aladdin? I, guess he I don't could know. Be. You know what I mean? That's, uh, you don't know a lot of... Uh, like you gotta listen. If you're naming your child Jafar, <laughs> yeah. because of Jafar and Aladdin, yes. you gotta love but Aladdin. Michael loved cartoons and right. Disney and all that. It's not so his it's, kid though. It's Jermaine's kid. Jermaine loved Disney. And Jermaine. And- <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, so if uh, but, uh, Jafar uh, Jackson is in fact a singer, and uh, in 2019 oh. he released a track called "Got Me Singing." Listen to this. I'm on my way to you. So glad you called my phone. to sing for this role. I mean, they can always bring in another singer if they want to recreate some live stuff or mm. they can use some of the archives from Michael, but he is a singer, so... Yeah, close enough. And uh, he's dancing a lot in the video and just like all the Jacksons move in the same way. Yeah. Right? Like they just all have those Jackson moves. Yeah. Um, that I guess you're, uh, all right. you're more than welcome so to when use are they if starting you are this, a Jackson. They're filming um, the Filming starts this year. Oh, so, nice. So, uh, yeah, it was cool. I mean, a big director. Should be a decent movie. Um, two additional Memphis police officers, including um, the white officers seen encountering Tyree Nichols uh, during his traffic stop, were relieved of duty and three Memphis Fire Department personnel were also fired uh, wow. as the investigation continues after the uh, January 7th death uh, continues. Um, the Memphis Fire Department, so the, the two cops, by the way, because I know there's a distinction though, so they were relieved of duty, but not fired or charged. So I guess that is like suspension with pay is what they call that. Mm-hmm. However, the Memphis Fire Department announced yesterday that it did fire two EMTs and a lieutenant who responded to the scene uh, for failing to properly assess Nichols as he was uh, lying on the ground. Uh, the five other officers previously fired and charged with second-degree murder in connection uh, with the beating death at the traffic stop. Um, and he died three days later in the hospital. So, so the total count now is seven officers and five Three members of the Memphis Fire Department uh, are now um, uh, relieved of duty and or charged and or on suspension. So that's the latest on that horrific story. Uh, So apparently that Spice Girls reunion that uh, Mel B was talking about last week is for a one-off for King Charles coronation that is going to be happening in May. 
Uh, the Spice Girls have not performed together since the closing ceremonies of the Summer Olympics back in 2012. That was including yeah. Victoria Beckham. That was the last time they were all together as a as a fivesome. So. That was only two songs. Yes, it was. She but it was spectacular, for- though. Oh, King spe- Charles? They were on those little yeah, minis? Yeah, yeah. It was incredible. So, so how many th- songs they get to do for the king? I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know. I don't, this is what the report is, that the reunion may wind up being a one-off performance uh, mm. for the for the coronation. Uh, Julia Fox is back at it again. She went viral last week for giving what was the mo- sort of most modest or um, most real apartment tour for any celebrity because her place was like a mess. She had like shoeboxes in the kitchen. She had mice in the house, like dead friends' ashes and urns hanging off the mirror. She moved her bed out of the bedroom so her kid could play in it so the bed was in the living room. Like total, and it was a basic, basic place, like a super basic place. And she went viral for it. And I guess a lot of people were going in on her because she is a Hollywood actress and she was dating Kanye and she's been in, you know, some decent movies that they expected, I guess, more from her. So here's Julia Fox. Okay, so I really wasn't expecting my apartment tour to go so viral and people are really freaking out over it. But I just want you guys to know that like, oh, first of all, I'm not worth $30 million, not even close. And second of all, um, I don't give a because I don't need $30 million. What does one person need $30 million for? I've survived on a lot less and I'm doing just fine. Also, it's really not that deep. Like this happens to be the apartment that I took my son home from the hospital from. So it's his home. It really is Valentino's apartment. It's like a sentimental thing. Um, That's kind of why I'm like, even though I could have probably afford a bigger place, probably because I am in New York after all. you know, it's it's about having that sense of normalcy for Valentino. I don't want him to grow up and be like a prick. <laughs> I don't spend my money. I don't I don't buy nice shit. And you guys are like, she wears thousands of dollars worth of couture, borrowed couture. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Come on, people. Yeah, oh, big up Julia Fox. Yeah, I, I mean, love it. I love she's it. sort of being real, right? Like, I don't know. I I uh, I get it. Also. Girl, next time you're gonna do a video, oh, I get it. The wind, right? I know, go inside. Oh, yes, I know. Okay, just go back you, into that apartment. You don't know when you record. Uh, Pam Anderson had her uh, big premiere for her documentary, which will be on Netflix, which I think drops today, right? No, yesterday it did. Oh, um, and uh, she was on with Kimmel last night talking about because I guess like one of her sons was actually the producer of the Netflix doc, really? and uh, is it her, her um, Brandon and Dylan? I think their names are. Oh, yeah. yes, because they're the the same as Nana Two um, One of them uh, was an aspiring actor, and wasn't he on the uh, the later seasons of like recently? One of them, uh, yeah. The Hills. Did you ever yes, watch? Yes, that's right. Shem, when they brought back the Hills on MTV. Yeah, the uh, called New Be- uh, the New Beginnings. I yeah, believe yeah, it's called. Yeah, yeah. yeah, one of the. Yeah, that's right. One of them was Brandon, on. Brandon, I believe it was. Yeah, he's the, the one that fought. <laughs> that, that knocked the, out Tommy the Lee. The dad, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When know. Tommy was like in his underwear and yeah, stuff. I think they're cool now, but yeah, and it was on video too. If uh-huh. I call knocked out and it's like his underpants and stuff. Oh, yo, yo, how do you get over that? Anyway, so, so, so anyway, wait, so the son is producing. So, so yeah, uh, one I, of the producers. Yeah, of yeah, the of, the, of the documentary. And uh, this is uh, Pam on with Kimmel last night talking about how uh, raising her sons in her wacky world um, was much different than the way that you have may have raised your children. There's one uh, story. Um, where you, where your son figured out what Hugh Hefner does for a living. <laughs> yeah. Will you tell us that one? 
Well, it was Easter. I used to take my kids to the Playboy Mansion for Easter. Same Easter with our hunt, family. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, wow. um, and then I was getting the car. I was getting the car from ballet, and, and Brandon comes running up just in terror, and he goes, Mom, I was just in the, just got out of the grotto with Marston and Cooper and uh, with Dylan, and he goes, do you know what Hef does for a living? And I was like, oh, geez. And he said, he takes pictures of naked girls. I said, ew, and they were just like, ew, and they jumped in the car and we sped off. I said, let's get out of here. <laughs> Happy horrifying. Easter, kids. <laughs> That's yep. going to be kind of awkward to be a producer for that documentary. You're the son of the yes. Pam Anderson yeah. and having to, to... Well, especially because, yeah, there's so much about like the... You know, just like her and Tommy, and the, yeah, because uh, there's like domestic violence and like all this other stuff. Well, I don't know. Maybe some information that I would not have wanted to yeah. know. But I mean, it's really all out there anyway. No, that was the 100%. whole thing, right? Um, Yellowstone is influencing baby names, so they always look at like what the super popular TV shows are, and then they kind of go back like three years and they check the uh, social security um, records in mm -hmm. the U.S. to find out how influential television shows are when it comes to what people name their kids, yeah. and Yellowstone seems to be the most influential when it comes to people naming their kids. Really? So a lot of people are giving their children the first name of Dutton. Oh, right, really? Yeah, and okay. uh, Rip is on the list. Of course, Rip. Yeah, uh, Casey's on the list. Uh -huh. K a y c e is on the list, and uh, also uh, Laramie Walker and Tate. What about they're, they're uh, on Beth? The list? No, there's no. I mean, they, how do you? Then people have been naming their kids Beth for you can't oh, yeah, really yeah, yeah. correlate that. But nobody, 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 nobody naming their kid Jamie. Such as like a no, no. <laughs> nobody naming their kid Teeter either, right? <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, Teeter. Give, give Teeter some love. Love Teeter. Teeter is the daughter of somebody really famous. No. Yes. Uh, Teeter. Yes. Let's see. How about yeah. Lloyd? Yeah. Nobody said. How about Lloyd? No one's naming their kid after no, Lloyd? No, no. Or, um, or Jimmy? Yo, Jimmy became a fan Peter's fave. played by Jennifer Landon. Yeah, oh, she's Michael Landon's daughter. Teeter. Teeter is Michael Landon's yeah. daughter. Highway to Heaven. Right? Damn. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think that that's who, I think that that's the, the, the connection, right? Yeah. Hold on. It's yeah, Michael it's, Landon. it's Michael Landon's daughter. Mom, yeah. My mom used to love Highway to Heaven. Oh, that was, was a, that show. a show. Oh, because Michael Landon was, um, was Pa from, uh... Um, the the Waltons, Probably right? <laughs> you shut up, right? <laughs> and then he did Highway to Heaven. He's, he's, <laughs> he's also in Bonanza. <laughs> Bro, shut up with Bonanza. I don't know what Bonanza is. I never heard of Bonanza before. Both of y'all. You never, you never, you never. I don't know what the Waltons is, but that sounds like an old show. <laughs> you don't know what the Waltons? Hold just on. Do, oh, me hey, favor, okay. do me a favor right now. Yeah. Just Google a picture of what the Waltons looked like. Okay. Hold the on. The Waltons. Yeah. Okay. The Waltons. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> was, he, was he on the Waltons? Hold this, on here. The Waltons. I have to make sure that Michael this Landon was on the Waltons. show has so many redheads. <laughs> like all them kids got red hair. I don't think he was on the Waltons. No, I don't think. No, he wasn't on the Whatever what this show. Landon okay, on? Bonanza. What, I've never seen this show, but whatever this is, looks like the comedic version of what 
Yellowstone was before we know what Yellowstone is now. Oh, Little House on the Prairie. That's what he was on. Sorry, not the Waltons. Google Little House. On, Little realistically, House it's going to look the exact the same. Prairie. I screwed up Little House on the Prairie with the Waltons. That's my bad. Completely. <laughs> Bro, really? Okay. Okay. So Google Little House on the Prairie. I have a question. Yes. And this is a serious question. Yes. Were the Waltons? Yeah. And Little House on the Prairie? Yeah. Neighbors. <laughs> I don't know. They live on the same farm or something? <laughs> I don't know. On the same land? <laughs> or they, they have like adjoining it. land? It looks like it was a very, like, uh, it was a Christian show. Very, like, Christian-leaning. My mom used to love that show, too. And then Michael Elena went off to do uh, Highway to Heaven or Stairway to Heaven. Stairway. Highway to Heaven? Highway to Heaven. Um, Walkway to Heaven? Something to Heaven. Pathway to Heaven. Pathway to Pathway to Heaven. I don't think it was Highway to Heaven. Was no, it Highway, Highway to Heaven? heaven. Highway to like Heaven? The same guy? Is that Michael Landon? The leather jacket? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hold on. Yeah. I think that that's Michael Landon. But anyway. So what? That's Teeter's dad, I think. I think. I'm still not 100% sure. We've been talking about it for five <laughs> minutes. <laughs> so uh, I, I got to really do some research Highway on this show. So what, he's just trying to get into heaven or something? Uh, no, yeah, I think that he is sort of like, I think the premise of Highway to Heaven was that he was an in-between, kind of like whatever you call that. I don't oh, know. Purgatory. Purgatory. And, uh -huh. then, and then he would do, like, come to earth and, like, do good. Mm -hmm. I think that that's the way it was. And he was, like, trying to get into heaven maybe, something like that. I don't know. Oh, highway to heaven. That's highway fine. to heaven. I think that to, that's yeah, what yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. He was so, just, like, he was bad in his old no, life? No, I don't know if he was bad. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I was six like when on that the show prairie? came out. Not on the prairie. It's a like different show. Like, had with the Waltons. No, like he that. didn't. No, it has nothing to do with the Waltons. Oh. <laughs> right? Oh, my God. First episode of Little House on the Prairie debuted in 1974. I got to <laughs> shut my mouth. <laughs> I got to stop talking now. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. James Gunn released his uh, sort of part of his 10-year plan for the uh, DC Extended Universe and tried to explain, like, how they're still doing that Batman movie with Robert Pattinson and how they're still doing the Joker movie with whatever, but then they're going to do all sorts of other stuff. So here is a little bit of how everything is going to kick off. First, we have Shazam, Fury of the Gods. Shazam has always been off kind of in his own part of the DCU, so he connects very well. That moves directly into The Flash, a fantastic movie that I really love that resets the entire DC universe. Then to move into Blue Beetle, a fantastic film oh, wow. about a kid who's a marvelous part of the DCU, and then into Aquaman 2. And so what about The Flash and what about Ezra Miller? So after the troubling events, including accusations of grooming a minor, throwing a chair at a woman, felony burglary, a disappearance, legal issues across multiple oh, states. So much. Uh, as it is right now, Ezra Miller is still The Flash. And James Gunn did say yesterday to reporters that this Flash movie is, quote, probably one of the greatest superhero movies ever made. Now, that said, it is still up in the air as to whether Ezra Miller will be reprising the role of the flash 
in other films after this one. Um, Saffron said, uh, Ezra is completely committed to their recovery. We're fully supportive of that journey uh, that they are on right now. And they go on to say when the time is right, when they feel that they are ready to have that discussion, we'll have to figure out what the best way forward is. But right now, they are completely focused on the recovery. And um, Miller, as we know, uh, pleaded guilty to unlawful trespass in Vermont, uh, which was a burglary incident. Uh, with a year of administrative probation and a $500 fine at the time. Uh, Ezra said, uh, having recently gone through a tough and intense crisis, I now understand that I am suffering complex mental health issues and have begun ongoing treatment. Uh, no decision will be made on Ezra Miller until the treatment is finished. Um, part of that big thing yesterday is uh, that James Gunn sort of laid out um, is what does the new Superman look like? Next up is the big one, the true beginning of the DCU. This is called Superman Legacy. This is being written by me. I'm in the middle of it. I'm having a great time doing it. And Superman will be released into theaters July 11th, 2025. And um, Didn't announce like who's going to start. No, nothing like that. Uh, and then uh, the brave and the bold will be the reintroduction of Batman. The introduction of the DCU's Batman is the brave and the bold. The brave and the bold is the story of Batman and his actual son, Damian Wayne. This is based on Grant Morrison's great comic book run. Damian Wayne is my favorite Robin. He's a little assassin who Batman tries to get in line. And so this is the story of the two of them and the beginning of sort of the Bat family in the DCU. So is that going to be with Pattinson then? So no, no. So so there's DCU and then there's DC verse or something like that, oh, whatever they call it. And so the DC other verse will be um, all the Robert Pattinson and the Joaquin Phoenix, all of that stuff. And then the Colin Jeez. Farrell Penguin movie that's coming out, all of that stuff. So it is still split, right? Okay. It is still split. But the way they're resetting um, for new Batman, new Superman, new everything is with the Flash movie because apparently the Flash does a Flash thing and like goes back into the universe, the multiverse, the multiverse or whatever the hell it is in the DC world, and he and he erases everything. So basically, oh, all of easy. the all of the Snyderverse characters yeah. will cease to exist. So it's easy for them to rebuild the universe with a new Batman and a new Superman and a new Supergirl. I think they announced that too. And Damn, Blue, okay. Blue Beetle. And I'll the, give it a shot. I like James Gunn. And the new Wonder Woman is going to be more of like a sort of Lord of the Rings kind of thing or not Lord of the Rings, um, Game of Thrones kind of show. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. But there's a lot. There's a lot going on. A lot of cartoons too. A lot okay. of cartoons. Uh, so if you're interested in that, I don't know. Um, oh, Dr. Phil is coming to an end. I thought after, that show came to an end. After 21 years, Dr. Phil. Really? Yeah, that coming show's to still an end. on the air? Yeah. He said okay. that uh, I've been blessed with over 25 wonderful years in daytime television, says Dr. Phil. With this show, we've helped thousands of guests and millions of viewers through everything from addiction to marriage to mental wellness and uh, raising children. He goes on to say, I am compelled to engage with a broader audience hmm. because I have grave concern for the American family and I am determined uh, to help restore a clarity of purpose as well as our core values. So he's looking to build a primetime television uh, show um, based on uh, everything he does. I went to the CBS lot. So where E.T. shoots mm-hmm. was right across from 
where Dr. Phil shot, yeah. right? And so you're on one of these Hollywood lots, which look very much like what you see in the movies, just big giant warehouses and then cottages. There's all these little tiny cottages everywhere that are mm. offices and dressing rooms and everything else, like old school Hollywood kind of thing. And you always pass by all the golf carts because that's how people get from point A to point B because you can't drive a car around. Okay. And so you just golf cart, golf cart, golf cart, golf cart, then Dr. Phil's golf cart. And Which looks like? Um, it's a Mercedes, right? Oh. And it has a Bose sound system, like a 5.1 sound system. I would too. Um, inside, right? It yes. sticks out like a sore thumb. Like yeah. that's Dr. Phil's golf cart. Mm. And, and he then, probably uses it to go like a block. Bro, less Not than even. that. Less than that. Right? And then, yeah, I love Dr. Phil. And then, you're, and then when you walk down, you see all these cottages, right? And then there's like three that are sort of like Dr. Phil's cottages. Uh-huh. And one is Dr. Phil's and one is a cottage for Dr. Phil's wife. So when she's there, she okay. can, has a place to work. And then there's another cottage that has like AstroTurf in front of it. And like all it's decorated all weird on the outside and everything. Mm-hmm. That is the cottage for Dr. Phil's dogs. Come on. Bro, no joke. Stop it. No joke. He's got a cottage for the dogs? For the dogs. Yeah, the dogs get an office. Phil gets an office. The wife gets an office. The dogs get an office. It Bro, was. It if was, I worked there, I... It was the most Hollywood thing I've ever seen in I my life. I would be so mad at yeah. Dr. Phil. <laughs> I'd be standing Nobody up. is, though. Nobody is. That's Hollywood. That's show business. I'd be standing. I'd be sending him messages all the time. <laughs> I'd be sending him voice notes. Catch me outside. How about that? Like, Yo, Phil. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. He was running that lot for a lot of years. Uh, Tom Brady just posting this to his own social what, media. He's going on tour? <laughs> Take a listen. <laughs> Good morning, guys. I'll get to the point right away. I'm retiring. What? For good. Yeah. I know the process uh, was a pretty big deal last time, so when I woke up this morning, I figured I'd just press record and let you guys know first, so I won't be long-winded. I think you only get one super emotional retirement essay, and I used mine up last year, so I really thank you guys so much to every single one of you for supporting me, my family, my friends, my teammates, my competitors. Uh, I could go on forever. There's too many. Um, thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream. I wouldn't change a thing. Love you all. First, I thought it was a goof. But whatever, dog. See you next yeah. year. <laughs> <laughs> In like four weeks, uh, I gonna announce this on retirement I, again. I know. I don't believe I know, you, Tom. I know. I don't believe you. Uh, today we're kicking off Black History Month, celebrating, of course, hey. the incredible success and achievements of the Black community. Uh, taking a look at where we are, uh, where we came from, and of course, uh, collectively, where we all have to head if we plan on moving forward. Uh, Shem, is there anything that you can sort of? point out for people uh i don't know an event resources anything like that that you get your eye on yeah if you head over to kiss925.com we're gonna have a whole um section dedicated to black history month also um we're gonna be giving away tickets to the black uh the black diamond ball oh nice. uh, it's the eighth annual it's the oh, big it's, event yeah it's back in person after two years because of the pandemic yeah. yeah i actually got to host that the last time it was in person uh incredible so we have a chance for you to win a pair of tickets to that uh nice. again at kiss925.com plus at some point next week, you're gonna hear probably my 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 best song ever. 
ever oh, that yeah? I've done on the show. Really? Ever yeah. done on the show dedicated to Black History Month. Yeah. Oh, yeah, love yeah. it. So okay, great. That's great. That, uh, the Diamond Ball sounds fancy to me. It is. Okay, it sounds very fancy. Oh, my yeah. God. It is you know so what I mean? fancy. Are you hosting this year? I am not hosting, no. but I will be attending. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. What yeah, do you yeah. wear? What do you wear to the Diamond Ball? You just better come correct. Really? That's huh? all. Like, come correct. Like, like, I don't even know if I was going to the Diamond Ball if I'd be able to go to the closet. Like, you think you, I think I would have to buy new. Oh, no. Like, you can't go to the archives. You do not go to, you do not wear something you've won that you've worn before. Go to Instagram. I'll call you out right away. Yes. <laughs> you wore this exact same suit February 2016. Uh, but, uh, but it is uh, Black History Month and uh, as, uh, as Shem had said, uh, kiss925.com there's a ton of stuff there and uh, we will look out next week for what Shem says is his greatest song that he has oh, ever done in the history of oh yeah, here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show. Breaking news. Black History Month. Get ready. According to Shem, next week on the Razamoka show, he will deliver what he says is his greatest song that he's ever done for this show in dedication to Black History Month. Mm -hmm. Breaking yes. news on Wheel of Fortune. Oh. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. No. I'm kidding. I'm no. kidding. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, there was, uh, there was a contestant uh, who had a bone to pick with the, um, the, the puzzle last night. So he was having a real difficult time solving the puzzle, and the guy got it wrong. Once it was solved, yeah. okay, um, the puzzle was taking a quick jog. Okay. Oh this, God. that okay. was the puzzle. The guy did not get it, but where he snaps at Pat Sajak at the end is he says the reason he didn't get it was how it was categorized. So listen to this. Taunt a Chuck guy, chance guy. Uh, no, there's no C. Wacky guy. Taunt a wacky guy. Ooh, that was so unclose. Oh. Yeah, you just didn't have the letters. Well, see, I don't consider jogging fun in games. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> oh, damn. Oh, yes, because the category... That wasn't bad. ...was fun in games. Oh, so because he doesn't think... Oh, thank ...jogging you. is fun in games. <laughs> wow, unhinged. Um, God, I'm looking at J-Lo's house that she just listed. I guess because she and I bet, huh? ben, ben Affleck and they're sharing a house. But she bought this place like... Six or seven years ago, mm -hmm. and she just listed it for $42.5 million. Jeez. That's crazy. I mean, it's not overwhelming or anything like that, uh -huh. right? Um, I think she bought it for $28 million And then in, what? Like in 2016. Upgrades. Put a little bit of work in it, I guess. Uh -huh. Bring right? that property value. <laughs> like, it's nice. It's really beautiful. But it's it's so, like wild what 42 million looks like like the kitchen is modest uh -huh. like it's modest like it's not anything where you'd go oh my god that kitchen like, well, like it's what's the fine. neighborhood it's in oh who are god. the neighbors yeah i mean everybody oh. like it's in bel-air yeah right like that's what you're paying for oh my god yeah but that's that's a crazy amount of money jeez um, Blacklist is coming to an end. Yesterday we learned that uh, Dr. Phil was coming to an end after 21 seasons and uh, they just announced that the Blacklist will be coming to an end after 10 seasons. I started watching this with Rox not that long ago. She so. loves it, right? Yeah, so we're almost caught up. Uh, the last season, season 10, premiering on February wow. 26th. That's a long time. It is. Uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing uh, uh, Knock at the Cabin. This is oh, that M. Night Shyamalan movie. Wait, yes. So M. Night Shyamalan was doing an interview with Variety, and they did Would You Rather with him. Mm. And the question was, would you rather have a movie of yours make $500 million at the box office or win 12 Academy Awards? I'm going to guess M. Night said Academy Awards. I'm going to say he said the money. Shem? 
Oh, money, for money. sure. Yeah, money. money, for sure. Not because it's about the money, but because it's about the fans, right? Gotcha. So his whole thing was the five, he's quote, the 500 million for sure, not even close. For me, it's always the relationship with the audience. Uh, it's all I care about. It's me and them having a conversation. So oh, for him, right. $500 million just means more people enjoyed his movie as opposed to my movie made $500 million. I am really looking forward to this. Yeah. Dave Batista. Looks terrifying. Yeah. Right? I know because he's like a he's like a church guy who a breaks into the or house something? or something. I don't know, man. Anytime there's like a religious kind of like angle to a movie? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's weird to me, man. When it like especially when they're breaking into homes and like doing stuff in the name of. Yeah. Like yeah, terrifying. Yeah, yeah. It's terrifying as, to me. As in th- this has to be done. Yes. Uh Keanu Reeves has been granted a temporary restraining order against uh, a man who uh has been stalking him and trespassing him uh, on Keanu's property in the Hollywood Hills. Um, so the house that Keanu has, obviously there's security cameras and he's mm-hmm. actually had to hire a security firm to investigate this guy who keeps turning up at Keanu's house, who says that he's related to Keanu security footage shows the guy trespassing six times between November 5th and January 20th. One of which times he fell asleep in Keanu's backyard. Oh, when he woke up the next morning, he left, but he left his backpack behind and inside the backpack was a DNA test kit. Apparently, Apparently, he was planning on using it on Keanu Reeves to prove that they are, in fact, related. And then what? Yeah. Because like Keanu's going to be really, like, yo, yeah. welcome? Yeah, yeah. Like a total whack job being like, yo, you're my dad or my uncle or my whatever. Cousin. My cousin, yeah. And he went there to do a DNA test thinking that that would maybe make it A-OK after that. I see Keanu Reeves doing a movie about this. No chance uh-uh. are you doing a movie about your own stalker. That's a no. total, that is a you exclusive, man. <laughs> yeah. That is a you exclusive. Uh, Taylor Lautner, remember Taylor Lautner? Taylor Lautner. Um, from Twilight. Twilight. Oh. Right? Oh, the werewolf! The werewolf, yes. Uh-huh. And then, uh, and then he made so a lot of news last the, year. The second one, a lot of news last year when he married um, his now wife uh, Taylor Dome, and they were going to be Taylor Lautner and Taylor Lautner. But mm-hmm. we forget that he was already with a Taylor, a very famous Taylor, years ago, which was Taylor Swift. And Taylor and Taylor, Taylor Lautner and his wife Taylor have a podcast, and she asked him. Uh, if he could go back in time, where would he go? And I've never heard Taylor Lautner explain in sort of his words from his perspective what that night was like when Kanye jumped on stage and interrupted Taylor Swift's speech. Awards. Yeah. If you can go back to one moment in your life, what moment would that be and what would you say to yourself? Probably the 2009 VMAs when I presented the award to Taylor um, and was unaware that the Kanye thing was not a skit. Oh. I'm deceased. <clears throat> you and Taylor had just gone public or whatever. Yeah, and it is. I presented the award to her. So I, I gave her the award. I took, you know, five steps back and was standing five feet behind her. And, um, yeah, in the middle of her giving her thank you speech, Kanye jumps up onto the stage. I can barely hear it. I can't see them. I'm just assuming that this whole thing was a practice and rehearse skit. Yeah. Um, Because why else would Kanye West be jumping up on the stage interrupting 
Taylor Swift. Rightfully so. It just didn't make sense. Yeah. And if you look back at it, I'm actually caught like laughing and like giggling at it. I'm like, oh. I can't hear them, but this is probably really funny right now. He jumped off. She finished. The second she turned back around and I saw her face for the first time, I was like, oh. That wasn't a skit. No, this, that wasn't good. Oh, wow. Dang. Right. I know, because he was laughing, and he got ripped for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got ripped But in his ripped words, it's that. that he thought it was all staged. Sure. It was all planned out. I guess. I guess. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.